Lower Your Volume contains sometimes graphic and often explicit content. That being said, some episodes are not for everybody, so listener discretion is advised. And as always, spoilers ahead. And I'm Madison Fry. And this is Lower Your Volume. (laughs) We are a literary podcast where we chat about books and talk way too loudly. (laughs) Sorry, I just had to go off. Something came out of Madison's soul. (laughs) I watched it happen. I literally, I felt like my heart just like, you know, when it's like, it's almost like it beats a little too high in your chest. Yes. No? yes. Yes, you do. Okay, right? When it almost feels like it beats like it goes like huh, and it's like and you're like, yes. whoa. Yes, that happens to you. I'm um, so sorry. It happened the other day when I was reading this book. <gasps> really? Yes. <laughs> uh do you want to mention what we're bo- I have things we have to well, talk about before we get into the book. But do you want to yeah, mention yeah, what yeah, the book yeah, we're yeah. talking about today is? Because Um today we're talking about Legendborn, which holy fuck. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Now I think I this mean, is classified as own voices, right? What? The own voices movement, no, where I it's don't. like, I do not. oh, it, it's I'm pretty. I may be fucking wrong. Maybe I've I never look heard it this up before term I before. It. Um, yeah, so own voices books is a movement, and it's it's like it's a hashtag, and mm-hmm. um, basically things like the hate you give, poet X, oh, um, okay. things like that are on this. So. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me just pull up. Here's a Pop Sugar article. Um, if, see if they, it says five years ago, YA author, uh, this is a direct fucking quote from this Pop Sugar article, which we'll link in the oh, goddamn Corinne description. Oh, Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. took to Twitter to encourage readers to consume books with diverse characters written by authors, um, from that same diverse group. Uh, so I think. Oh, here, here, I've got, I've got a list of them. There's 36 items on this list. As of right now, according according to the Seattle Public Library, which seems to be the f- top, like this, I don't believe is on here. I feel like I it see. should be. I mean, Tracy. Yeah, well, from what, her name's looking, Dun, from what Dan? I'm seeing, there's not really a lot of like YA fantasy on this list. That's fair. Regardless, what what do you have to talk about today, Nicole? Well, we had a very interesting weekend, Madison. Um, how we? many fucking people talked to us on Instagram this weekend, Madison? Ah. Uh. A ton. First of all, first note, Joshison, Josh Templeman, and Madison Fry. It's is, not happening. I'm not it's allowing canon. It. Okay, it's, it's fucking not confirmed. Because here's the- <laughs> she didn't say anything about you guys being a couple. She just fucking hearted your goddamn thing. I'm, I'm, I'm totally joking about this. But basically, I posted on my Instagram story a photo of, okay, first of all, the, the photo that the Hating Game movie account released of fucking Austin Stoll. Austin as, Stoll. Oh, my God. As <laughs> Joshua, Joshua Templeman. Just, I mean, literally sent me running for the hills in fear that I, my vagina was about to drop out through, like, my thighs. Oh, my it God, was, right? It, it was, <laughs> He's I, fucking 
first of all, uh, he's, he's thank God perfect. he that, I'm sorry, Freddie. I'm sorry, but like, thank God you were recast. Sorry, you had oh, Freddie. Like, you call like, him Freddie because he's <laughs> fucking Fred Jones in the goddamn second adaptions of fucking Scooby Doo live action. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Robbie Mel got recast. <laughs> even though and I'm I think a I, we talked fan. about it before, it was because yeah. of um, Amazon's thing, their 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 yeah. TV show upload. Mm-hmm. But um, if you didn't listen to our hating game episode, that was yeah. episode one of the new year. So I don't know what oh, the fuck so that is good. on this thing anymore. But Some, something, it's something. Go back um, to like January fourth. It would have been. It would have been episode fifty. Yeah, episode fifty. Mm-hmm, because 52 was Addy, 51 was villain, 50 was... Yeah, that makes sense. Game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I want to go listen but, to that. So, so I posted so I posted the photo, and I was, like, I did the, like, Marge Simpson, like, now this is a real find, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> thing. And then it said, like, catch me rereading. And I tagged Sally Thorne, and she sent me hard eyes, and I said, oh, Josh was my Valentine this year. And she liked it, so Josh said it's confirmed. Not gonna let it happen. Uh, I'm wearing know, my sleepy short. Not. I'm wearing my sleepy Soros shirt today. Are you? Because I so like glad. went to bed did last we ever night. Talk about how I got you a sleepy Soros shirt for Christmas. I don't know if we did or not, but I was thrilled about it because um, sleepy Soros is like my yeah. thing. Um, who else talked to us on Instagram? Uh, well, I had Jen Deluca who wrote yes. "Well Met." She mm-hmm. like I think she liked and maybe said something. I can't remember now. It's it was a um, fucking wild Jennifer Liked our one of our Valentine's Day posts. I I I talked like, a little bit to Sally Fom, who do, is salty is the fucking artist. Yeah, um, fucking. Uh, also, CNN the work Smart. I got was yes, and uh, the work from Sally Fom that I got was in fact a hating game bookmark. But that's besides the point. Amazing. Did you get that as a bookmark? Yeah. So. Um, she did that commission for Akoboff, right? A quarter right, of books right, and family. Right, where they're standing, where he doesn't look at all like how he actually is supposed to look, but he's so hot. Oh, but he looks so good. Why tell me why he looks like Kageyama? <laughs> <laughs> did I say my brand is on point? I'm just kidding. Um, no, but you're fucking right because as she's mentioned, <laughs> Sally has mentioned that her style swings more anime and, Which we've um, talked about before. I was like, what about this makes them so hot? And we're like, yes. I think it looks more like an, um, like, I say American anime style, but it's just like stylized, I think, in a more like yeah. American cartoon way. No, absolutely. Yeah. And so she got permission from Akobov to use that rendering that she did for them as a book a bookmark. So I got mm-hmm. it um, yesterday. I, I ordered mm-hmm. it yesterday and was so excited because, like, now if I don't get the like cover like the sleeve i have the bookmark like i don't even right. need the sleeve i mean i want the fucking mm-hmm. sleeve but like mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah jen just, just liked my thing i didn't have any conversation yeah. with her but i just she there's it. just we had we had great interactions this week and like we posted those fun posts um that like yeah. we po- talked about some books but written by like black authors and like about like black characters and this book that we're reading today is one of those and holy shit and like a yes. lot of those authors liked our post it was just like we had just like great there was a book that you had said oh shit we've already posted all this i forgot about it what was the book it just came out it was the gilded ones the i gilded meant to include ones. the gilded ones and i totally forgot because i am i haven't gotten it yet but i'm so excited to read the gilded ones the cover immediately caught my eye just Who's like which is steeped in gold oh that yeah which is, is steeped um, in gold it looks so beautiful which oh, right um, here, let me pull it up on Goodreads. Um, oh. 
if you haven't so. checked out our Instagram in the last couple of weeks, we've actually we have, started doing been, more. <laughs> yeah, um, it's popped off. It's popped. You off can a find our Instagram at Lori Volume Pod, but we did like a a whole collection of Black History Month books where it's books written like madison said books written by right. black authors about mm-hmm. black stories and well, black and like characters. and like not that we're like not that we're trying to be like here we're gonna share our platform with you because they don't need us to do that nope but, but like, we also did we need to make sure that we do share books that we like that are by black authors. especially because a, a lot of the books on these lists are books that madison and i have talked about reading i have mm-hmm. i have three of them are i think four actually yeah on well that and that like I also i don't know if you i don't know if you noticed this and like obviously we are talking about all of this today. We are both like white women. Like we are mm-hmm. privileged. Yeah. And very privileged in that sense. We're also um, from the place um, where that woman from Michigan lives. And I'm a proud that woman from Michigan supporter. So. Oh, me as well. Big me Gretch well. is my, my, my lady. <laughs> this is yeah. my lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, this is my ladies. Big Gretch. Yep. Kamala Harris. <laughs> yep. Alexander Ocasio Cortez. Absolutely. <laughs> Anytime people yell at me about AOC, I'm just like, keep going. This is this is incredible. I love I love your anger. Speaking of, I mean, we didn't even like. I mean, we are not a political podcast, even though like we like low key are. (laughs) (laughs) How can we not talk about it when, for years and years and years, books did not include shit like that? Yeah, exactly. And like, how books weren't even getting published. Yeah, but I was gonna say, I find that on TikTok, I'm never, never, I'm literally never recommended. Books by you black know, authors, yeah, BIPOC authors, like absolutely ever. Like Chloe Gong was the first. The first time I saw her was on Instagram, and then people picked mm-hmm. up her shit. And well, she has her own TikTok account, which did start to right. get big. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what's her name? But like Who every, writes the We Free the and like, Stars. And like, don't and like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I I like I I love the Sarah J Moss books clearly, and we're literally wearing a lighted up. A hoodie, right? Cropped hoodie, right now. I mean, we are our literally three hours away from fucking a court of silver flames dropping Don't, live. I'm, so I can't talk about it, or else I'm gonna start fucking sweating. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I was gonna say is that like I, I just like I'm like that fucking sucks because I, I like. I don't know. It's just, I just, it makes me mad. It makes me it, mad. And it bothers, I think I've noticed this too. There are a couple, not a couple, there's probably a lot more, but I've seen a bunch of book talkers who have mentioned, and they're a thing where it's like, I try to recommend a book to people, and if it's not a Sarah J. Moss book, or it's not a, you know, like most common boost. book talk thing, it does not get yeah. the boost because the algorithm, it's like, all the, I, I love us as a community, but we are mm-hmm. also super toxic in the sense that we well, don't allow other, we don't click on other things because we just don't find interest in it. Right, exactly. Or whatever. And then we let these algorithms kind of feed our life. And that's the and whole like, other thing with social even, media. Even like I know in my own book buying experience, I just without thinking, I'll just pick up like these like popular books and I don't seek active, you know, for a long time I didn't actively seek out, yeah. you know, other stories by by non like straight white women and and like it's not that i was actively seeking out it's not like i was like oh i'm only gonna read books by these people but like it never phased me that that's 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 the white privilege of the author right Right. like exactly exactly and so like i just i'm i'm like "Ah!" (laughs) a new fucking level of this book and this book this I know. One more thing to mention before we go into this book um, about our Instagram is if you are still kind of writing the romance love type of thing from yesterday, which was uh, 
St. Patrick's Day was a Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, for some of us, it was St. Patrick's Day because there was a lot of alcohol involved. Um, for me, I just hung out with my significant other. Um, sorry. Ah, I hung out with my significant other, too. I ate a bunch of Chinese food. And That's- had a bottle of... Um, Oh, 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 Jesus. I got, I scared, I thought a demon was underneath me. My cat was just there. Um, it's usually general. <laughs> it's usually de- general mittens. Uh, yeah. You had, had a, bottle a bottle of, what's it called? Um, don't tell me, please. I know it. It's not Chardonnay. Oh, Sauve Blanc. You had a How? bottle of Sauve Blanc. <laughs> the fact that Chardonnay even crossed your mind is an insult to my being. <laughs> it's, for me, when it, when I taste Sauve Blanc, it's as close to Chardonnay as it's going to get because I hate dry wine. Chardonnay tastes like booty. Uh, all so at all white anything above a moscato. A what? A moscato. I don't drink. <laughs> a moscato. But the other the, like thing I was gonna mention, if you're still riding mm-hmm. the Valentine's Day train, Madison yeah. and I came up with a bunch of if you love this YA or NA fantasy book, here is a romance, romance book, book that you book. will from, probably like, from, like, either, like teen romance or the only one that's like a little like is a good girl's guide to murder where it's kind of like yeah. is this romance but i would say yes and, and no. what was oh and what was the book we paired it with it was um stalking jack the ripper oh yes stalking jack the ripper Which, and but like and they're both very cool but they're but both it's also yeah kind of like yeah but no there are some really good ones on there and we should say it's not like we're like the plot's the same but we think that there is like if you like certain tropes specifically oh, yeah. Then, like, you need... So, for example, Akotar, specifically Akotar, but also you could, in theory, use Akomafazeth. And the Unhoneymooners, because we love a forced proximity, not in your own space, romance. And then, like, what else did we do? Um, we did we Serpent and Re- Dove and Frat Girl, which was an uh, interesting that one, one, too. That one, I think, is... It's so good, is, but it's it's so true to, like, the yeah. story, because it's, like, a girl mm-hmm. who should not be in this Well, and it's a little bit about, like, feminism and, like, the fear of, like, women and, like, women's power. Yes. And then, yes. um... We did we A also... Curse So Dark and Lonely and Wall Met. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we did, uh... Six of Crows and Red, White, and Royal Blue, which I know to many you're, like... What? And it's not, and I I swear to God, it is not because of just Wylan and Jesper. That is not why we picked yeah. this. We picked it because it's also, like, a little bit of, like, the Nina Matthias. Like, two people who are supposed to be enemies who are forced to be friends and forced to work together. But also, it's the whole hijinks thing. Like, I know, I know that fucking Red, White, and Royal Blue has hijinks in it. They get up to shit. And I feel like that same, like, weird friendship dynamic is in Six of Crows. So I think there's my- a whole bunch of them. Right. My favorite one, though, and we've covered both of these books on the podcast, was From Blood and Ash and Spoiler Alert. That is the best one. (laughs) (laughs) That's the epitome. That's the epitome of, like, height of luxury. But we're not going to talk about those today because we've already talked about those in the past. We're going to talk about this book. This because book. this book was okay. fucking incredible. So, holy shit. Um, Jesus so this H. book Christ. we got in the October Owl Crate. It was yeah. called, uh, the box was called Legends and something. And this was my one, like, of Owl Crate Legends boxes, it was one of my favorites that came to us. I don't remember what was in it, but I remember really liking it. I had, I think that was when I got, because, the, we got the nail file. Because and my we got stuff all gets cool integrated, stuff. like, immediately into my room and Nicole sits in the box. Well, this Which box, is, no, you, it's fair, fair. This you box, have, though, I remember when it came, I mm-hmm. integrated all of it into my stuff. You because did. I loved it so much. What else? Here, let me look. 
I will say um, the thing that's interesting. So, like, as you guys know about Owl Crate, like they do show, like they do typically do like an exclusive cover, and mm-hmm. the main difference of the cover for Owl the Crate compared to this is the colors reversed. are swapped, and of and course we have an insert. Silver. Yes, and we have the little um inside part of the, yeah, jacket. the jacket, so the reverse jacket. It was um, the box was called Legends and Lore, so I was right about that. Yeah, and then. Let me see what was in it. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, is her name Tracy Dion? Is that how you've been pronouncing it? I believe that's how you pronounce it. It looks pretty close to Dion. I'm going to go mm-hmm. with it's Dion. If we say your name wrong, Tracy, I'm so sorry. Um, come and come email us this. at loweryourvolumepodcast yeah. at gmail.com. Also, if you listen to the podcast, Tracy, we would love to have you on here. Just just a little <laughs> FYI. Uh, I would love to hear you and meet you. Um, I have so many questions. Not your me Debbie know, Right. Your this, author's note at I, the end made me, like, made my this, heart sing. Like, I wanted yeah, so much I, to talk to you after reading it. This book. Did um, you find everything else in it? So, um... Madison has graciously allowed me to uh, read <laughs> read the insert. Yeah, I usually do it. <laughs> I don't um, know. It's just, you know, old habits. Old habits. So um, this is the like inside flap description of Legendborn. After her mother dies in an accident, 16-year-old Bree Matthews wants nothing to do with her family memories or childhood home. A residential program for bright high schoolers at UNC Chapel Hill seems like the perfect escape until Bree witnesses a magical attack her very first night on campus, a flying demon feeding on human energies, a secret society of so-called legend-born students who hunt the creatures down, and a mysterious teenage mage who calls himself a Merlin who attempts and fails to wipe Bree's memory of everything she saw. The mages failed failure reveals Bree's own unique magic and a buried memory with a hidden connection the night her mother died another merlin was at the hospital now that Bree knows there's no there's more to her mother's death than what's on the police report she'll do whatever it takes to find out the truth even if that means infiltrating the legendborn as one of their initiates she recruits nick a self-exiled legendborn with his own grudge against the group and their reluctant partnership pulls them deeper into the society's secrets and closer to each other but when the legendborn reveal themselves as a descendants of king arthur's knights and explain that a magical war is coming brie has to decide how far she'll go for the truth and whether she should use her magic to take the society down down or join the fight um yes okay so i found out what was in the box oh lovely and it then i oh yeah this was one of my favorite box yes i, I remember a, this. it was amazing so we box. got we got a spin the dawn inspired bowl cozy oh yes the which cozy. is so good which is yes. so good um the wind chimes which i love i have I them have hanging not, in my window behind my I desk put those they're here somewhere i just don't know where i put yeah, them yeah mine are hanging by the window behind my desk and i'm so excited for when it's summer again and i can open my windows because i'm the kind of person who has my windows open like 24 7 mm-hmm. and um it, it's oh my god i'm so excited and then we had um the soap inspired by a song of wraiths and ruin yep which is sitting on my soap dish, but I'm using another soap from Lush that I had earlier first, and then I'm gonna crack it on my phone, crack into hilarious the, um, look that you just had come down on your face. Thank you. Um, then I'm gonna crack into that soap, and then the best item I think we've ever gotten: the phone holder. The phone holder, phone which I'm holder. using right now. The phone holder literally is probably my favorite thing that we've ever gotten in any Owl Crate box. I'm trying to think if there's like anything else that has like 
the moon banner really won me. Okay, pin, also everything the in, everything in the Olympus box. Yeah, January's like, box was fucking incredible. Oh my god, January's box was so bomb. Um, and then we got the nail file, and then I love my nail file too. Other, and then of course we got the amazing pin, which is yep. on my um your pin your pin board or whatever your my pin, pin banner. banner that we got in the uh, January like box. The, Yes, but this book. Okay, so the I will say about the the inside cover, the back, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel like I was not expecting what I got. No, I was just but thinking I was, it too. So, well, because like when it talks about Nick, I was like, oh, exi- he's like you know. so side, but I he's was not like, side. I was, like, I was like, bro, you are like the most important fixture. I thought, okay, so you know me. I normally don't read the inside flaps or backs of the books when we cover things because I'm just like, okay, kind of have any idea of what the book's going to be about. Which is probably why like, I always read it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, it's absolutely good that you do because someone has to know what the fuck's happening because um, <laughs> I clearly don't. Um, but I went into this and I was like, okay, I know I know a little bit about what to expect. And mm-hmm. I agree with you. It felt like the mage who they mentioned, which is fucking Sal, is going to be more important. And granted, he is incredibly important, but um, it really does make Nick seem like a I... side character. Yeah, it's like, oh, or like he's not that important in the institution of yeah. the legend born. He's exiled? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, short yeah, answer. Sure. Um, he's a self imposed exile, really. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I, this, okay. So starting off, just like, I think we've moved, just in general on these podcasts, we've really moved past plot. Oh, you yeah. Know? And it's mm-hmm. more just, we're, we're just shooting the shit about the books. Um, shooting shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, when it, but when it starts, like, coming right in with the fucking mother's death, I yep. almost texted you and was like, buddy, this one's gonna hurt a little. It did hurt a lot, especially <laughs> towards the end when she does uh-huh. get to see her mom again. Uh, and see her mom again is a relative term because it's not what you're thinking mm-hmm. if we're gonna get into it. But when it first opened up and I read the dedication page, I instantly knew Tracy Dion's mom was dead. Like in her in her life, I knew her mm-hmm. mom was gone. Because you because you because that pain just felt too. It feels so real and raw. Mm-hmm. And like when you read her author's note in here, you're like, "Yep, she really channeled that mm-hmm. her need to understand why her mom died and why um, a lot of the people in her in her family, Tracy Dion's family." The women died earlier before they, they should have, like, mm-hmm. what would be normal for us. Um, the need for her to understand that is really reflected in Brie as a character. Mm-hmm. And I just, the before and after yeah. Brie that Brie talks oh, about. Have you seen the fan art of that? No. Somebody send drew it. before Brie and after Brie together. Oh, I love and that. And it is, uh, it's so good. I thought, um, what a great way to personify well what we learn later on is kind of her like shutting down her her magic but also what a great way to personify grief within a person because like her clear battle-drawn line within herself Mm -hmm. to be like I cannot stand what is emotionally happening with inside of myself I have to become a different person yes oh it hurt and like Mm. It's so interesting because with this book not being high fantasy, which, by the way, if it was high fantasy, it would not be the same. I, I feel that 100%. Um, yeah. As a what would be considered low fantasy, our reality type of thing, mm-hmm. 
I think it's just feel fantasy. right. I feel yeah. like this is so interesting because it's it's coupled with real world problems, real world mm-hmm. issues. Yes, yes, it is. It is real, like actual socio political, real historical issues that is reflected in a world of magic, but not in a way where it's like, oh, this kind of relates to this, or like in the way that like. Serpent and Dove is, like, clear prejudice against people who are different. Right. And, like, you know, women's power and all that kind of stuff. There's really but, no like, allegory here. I mean, it's No, it's, it's like, straight up. It's, like, these are interwoven, and I love that. I think the um, other thing, too, is that secret society shit that plays into yeah. this. Oh, and the you political, know I love a secret society. I know you do. And the political atmosphere of what's going on right yes. now. And yes. the kind of, like, weird conspiracy theory, secret society shit that, like... The first thing that you need to know about this book when you jump into, like, what the knowledge is about um, the Order and, like, all of these secret societies and stuff, there's not that many that mm-hmm. they touch on. They touch on, like, yeah. a few. But, like, the main group, the people that are, like, King Arthur's Order, essentially, mm-hmm. um, the thing that you need to know is that uh-huh. in their world, they are the people that elect presidents. They're the people that elect yes, senators. Yes, They're that just, type of people. Well, well, no, it's exactly like it reminds me of fucking Ninth House. I know, I knew about, it like, would. I knew it would. Like, <laughs> and you know, we know I'm a Ninth House. Slut. You know, that's why I, I put that little it. anecdote in there is for you to be able to talk I, about it, my sweet. <laughs> Gobble that up, um, doll. Yeah, no, I fucking. Oh my god, look at look at this one. Look at this one. Go to your Pinterest. Go to your Pinterest. I'm excited. I'm um, excited. I just, she's. Uh, uh, I just, uh, I just love her. Um, Oh, so Brie is, wow. I know. So Brie as a character is just so fucking dynamic. I and loved like, her. In beautiful and interesting and like she's so. She's much, so real. She's so. That is literally it is that I felt like she was. Legi- okay. I've talked about this before and I know I'm probably going to have to. I'm going to talk about it next week. But like obviously it's it's high fantasy. Feyre doesn't feel real to me sometimes. And right. like well, Ayla all doesn't these feel real to me sometimes. Real. But even like even like like I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the book, but like even Alex Stern doesn't feel real to me sometimes. Right, right. Even though that's like fantasy in the same sense of like secret society, you know, all that kind of stuff. But like Brie felt like somebody that I've known and that I like I could see the reality of the world ref- reflected in her. Brie felt, and I really wish, like, it made me for a moment really, really, really wish I could understand her pain to the full extent that it was. Because the issues that she faces as a a black woman, a black young woman trying to get a higher quote-unquote higher education because even though she's a high school student she's still Mm -hmm. in a higher ed situation yeah oh i never would have like the the minute it said her mom was in like a stem type of field i went i was like yes 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 i mean granted i I expected nothing less but like Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. glad and I just, mm-hmm. I really wish, like, the things that Brie goes through, the pain that she feels when people do things to her and hurt her because of her blackness bothered mm-hmm. me because I just, I'm like, I wish, like, I want to fucking, I wanted to take up arms. I wanted to fucking kill I somebody. I like, was so, I was, I was like, 
seething angry. This is a check your privilege book for white people. Like, oh, definitely. I literally, yeah, no, for sure. Well, and I think it's one of those things where, like, I always think about, like, it's it's that kind, it's the same concept of, like, you don't get to tell somebody you didn't hurt them. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this before. And it's something that my mom and I discuss a lot about, like, intention versus outcome. And you don't get to tell a person of color that you didn't, that you don't perpetuate a, a, um... A, a narrative that works against them. You don't. You don't get to tell them that you didn't like that. You're not being racist. That you're not being prejudiced because you're. You don't get. You don't get that say. That's not your fucking. Just because you're white doesn't mean you get to say that. Like right. it. And I just. And so. And so. This is that kind of book where I'm like, if you don't understand that, you need to read this book so that you understand it. Bree's problems. I mean, amongst many other pieces of literature. Right. But if you're like, right. (laughs) If you need a place to start, I feel like this is a good place to start. This is a pretty solid place to start. Because, like, it really does bridge the gap between fantasy and reality. Because I should say, it's really hard to jump in from, like, say you really only read fiction books, specifically fantasy. It's really hard to jump from that to, like, pure, like, rhetoric books. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's hard. It's hard. Like, I know a lot of people... Maybe I don't know this. I, maybe I'm just assuming, and I probably am. But a lot of people like to, like, throw out the hate you give because that's one of those ones where it's, like, yeah. about police brutality. It's about the lives mm-hmm. of black people that are living in um, areas that are considered, like, poor, but they are, you know, trying to be on the come up. Like, that whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. so I understand when people recommend this book. I think this is a good segue for people that probably have never journeyed outside of that before. I don't know. Yeah. But I agree with you. And I think... The most interesting pieces of Brie are the the pieces where you see her have to be silently resilient. Like we talked, you talked about this with me when it because I literally read this whole book today. Um, but you yeah. talked about this with me <laughs> yesterday ish or Saturday mm-hmm. about the time when Brie and Alice are in the cop car <gasps> in the beginning that, of the book. Oh my God! When he when the guy alludes to like affirmative action. Yes, that because Brie of course got... couldn't get in there because of merit on her own merits. Yeah, like I that literally fucking. No, and, and it the, did and make me dean, think very, I know, the dean, the dean pissed me off, Ugh. too. It did make me wonder, though, at the very end of this book, do you think that Bree still got in because of Mara, or do you think that some of this was kind of orchestrated by um, Lord Davis? I don't think he knows it's, it's no, her, though. No. I don't think they were, why, they couldn't why make Why would connection. he bring her there if he's going to fuck up her, his, he has no idea. None of yeah, it. I didn't think he, he I, I, no. I don't think he recognized her as, as Faye's daughter, correct like that was something that i think even brie alludes to but i just had that thought Mm -hmm. pop in my head but i agree with you i don't think so at all and the fact okay here's what really bothers me about that scene in the cop car so Mm -hmm. alice chen is not about um, not 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 about the book itself but about your feeling in the story correct correct my feeling in the story um the alice chen is taiwanese right she's from her parents are from taiwan i believe if i remember correctly yes. i know they went to taiwan but that doesn't necessarily mean they were taiwanese so if i fucked right. up there i apologize um and alice is um lesbian she's all of her partners have been women in in the book yeah. at least that we know of so there's no like mm-hmm. clear hey i'm a lesbian or anything that's said which, which we is loved. something that this book killed. did so well 
Um, so I'm going to make the assumption she's a lesbian based on what clues we've been given, even though it hasn't been yeah. said right out. Um, mm-hmm. She queer for sure. Um, yeah. Alice and Bree, Bree, who is black, are the only two that get put into the cop car and their friend Charlotte, who's the white woman, doesn't. Gets let off with a warning. That bothered and it bothered me because not the book's context of it. It bothered me in, well, I guess. It bothered me in the context of the book because that's so fucking real for people. And Brie being like, I know. I've learned from friends and my dad and my family what to do and what to say in these moments when I'm in the back of the cop car. And and the fact that she makes a point where she's like, I don't know a single black person who is that comfortable around cops. No. Like. (laughs) How how could you be? And she's like, there may be people out there, but I don't know any of them. Yeah. And I was just like, see, that hits on the point. And even, even, okay, so like parts of this that I found just, okay, so here, certain things about the actual like writing of the book that just took my breath away. Mm -hmm. First off, this is, I can say this with 100% assurance, the first book I've ever read where a they, them, they, them personal pronoun is used. And on top of that, it is never just air quotes justified or brought up. It's just seamlessly Greer, woven in. They them like like Bree never is like oh you know what do you identify as what are your pronouns she says they them easy done in the whole book Greer uses the pronouns they them because that's their chosen pronouns and I that like that said chills through my body when I first read that paragraph when Bree was describing uh, Greer's like hair and like the outfit which sounded bomb Greer was one of my favorite characters um for a few reasons one they really understood or tried to understand Brie yeah which seems to be mm-hmm. very not the case of many people on this on this campus and mm-hmm. the thing that really gets into the heart of it and this is what is so interesting to me to me North Carolina's not the south like when I think of the south I don't think of North Carolina I don't know mm-hmm. why but the amount of times that it's referenced as the south I'm like yeah that's that's fair like that's it is that's the south, the south. Yeah. and there were still they were still a part of the civil war as the south like it wasn't mm-hmm. just like you know whatever but yeah in my brain for whatever well, reason tar- it wasn't the tar heels is like technically like I think alluded to as like people have said like it is technically a derogatory term like yeah y'all see that go away eventually right like let's let's fucking hope um let's yeah i mean what's what i mean the formerly known as the redskins have changed their name they're just called the washington football team now which okay here's the thing they made like a whole video about their change of name like we don't have a name it doesn't matter and i'm like you shouldn't be like proud that this is now happening you should be ashamed that it took you this long wasn't there you know a I mean? wasn't there a court case that we had to learn about in media law about the redskins was that in mm-hmm. 2000 was that a 2012 case i can't remember i know it was recent i just wasn't right but i i can't remember the the statistics on it or anything you guys madison and i had to take mm-hmm. a media law course way back it was in my college. favorite it was like my favorite course. one of my favorite courses to ever take too uh, and we, we had to learn about um i believe it's hate speech at, in like terms of copyrighted material yes. correct i believe yeah because there was another there was a band that had like an asian derogatory slur as the name mm-hmm. who got in a ton of trouble too yeah, and I can't remember what it was anymore. But regardless, that was one of the those were a couple of the memories that have just always stuck mm-hmm. with me. 
Um, Oh, yeah. The trademark dispute was in... Trademarks. It was trademarks. Yeah. Trademarking, hate, like, um, discriminatory and hate speech stuff. Oh, this one says 20. This is about the 20... 2020... Wait, the Harjo case. 1992 was one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. The Black Horse case. It was in 2014. Okay. So I was close. So, yeah. You were pretty close. Pretty close. Um... I remember it was when all we did the say, class. All that to really, say, really yes, UNC, because it's UNC Chapel Hill. Correct. Specifically, which um, is, yeah, it's the South. It's the fucking South. And like, one, I, like I, the amount of, okay, the bachelor shit that just happened. Yes. Oh my God. I was literally going to talk about this. I was literally going to, I was just thinking about bringing this up. Because I think it's important. Because, okay. So like Rachel Kirkconnell from the Bachelor franchise of this season uh, a lot of sh- shit has come out about her having her a actions. Lot of, like, her actions in the back have in the back in the past have been very racist and like prejudiced and like, she went very to appropriative a what of was culture the... and uh, it was a it was an old South Annabellum ball hosted by yes. the fraternity Kappa Alpha who they like worship Robert E Lee right basically sure it's probably part of their ritual too um yeah oh i'm sure i'm sure probably pledge themselves the old stuff uh anyway uh, yeah, right? <laughs> and a lot has come out about rachel in the last few weeks and people were up in arms about why she hasn't said anything and then chris right. harrison and she finally she finally made a statement mm-hmm. after chris made that I mean, Chris Harrison and Rachel guy. Lindsay. It was Ra- it was Rachel Lindsay's talk show, correct? Or were they on yes, just a talk show the, together? It was, no, it was the show she hosted, I believe. Okay, so Chris Harrison comes on Rachel Lindsay's talk show. He says some pretty uh, just enablist things, hurtful yeah. things, basically mm-hmm. uh, saying like Rachel and back in 2018, which was when all these accusations and stuff, well, not all of them, but a lot of them center around this antebellum style ball that happened back in like 2018 ish times. He's like the, the world has changed drastically since 2018. And people 20- are like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, well, well, yes, yeah, no. but like, Him, he no, no, no. <laughs> was like, well, would she have been scrutinized in 2018? It's like, what she should be. That shouldn't matter. Right. It shouldn't matter that the t- quote unquote times have changed. It's always been wrong. There was it always a, will be wrong. And there was a wonderful um, IGTV video I sent you mm-hmm. and friend of the podcast, yes. Leah. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, she's not even a friend anymore. She's been on the show. She's been on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I've sent both of you guys this video. Let me go see if I can find um, the t- uh, Instagram user's name. But she does this. Re- it was like an eight minute long video. Go ahead and mm-hmm. watch it. Well, we'll, we can try to link it in the description mm-hmm. here. Um, Jesus, I talked to Madison so much. There's so many. I'm going to have to try going on Leah's <laughs> to find it because swear to God, can't fucking find it um, via Madison. We, um, we send our, each other a lot of shit. I can't find it at all. Oh, this is so sad. But it was a beautiful video where just this incredible description of how you're wow. enabling this behavior. Yes. Because even mm-hmm. though it was only three years ago... It was three years ago, and we've been allowing this to happen for the last literally 300, 400 plus years. Like, well, I was going to say roughly like all of time. Once colonization started, once conquistador, you know, all the, the fucking um, crusades started, this is, it's it, always. Right. And always. it's just like, <laughs> I think with the, the, the way that this book 
kind of reveals to you more and more information about the society. Mm-hmm. By the way, I did the thing that we did with Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood, which is I went immediately when we met Nick's dad. I went, yeah, you can't trust a guy in power. Can't trust a man no, in power no matter how like, nice he like, is. You can't literally my mind actually went. You can't trust an older Southern gentleman in power. Yep. Yep. And is I that also, what, is that what your mind yes. did? And, and was I like, also oh, went, I've well, been it down this road of, before. You know, I, I did this before the podcast started. I did the, the, the wine and crime justice, Buddhafield, like, yes. you know, thing that they do. And the minute I heard that he talked like that, I said, <laughs> like, I God, Okay. I like, before we go, I, before we continue on, I have to mention the hissing. So Madison's been hissing a lot lately. And you know who else hisses a lot? My boyfriend, Zachary. And Does yesterday, Yes. Yesterday, I did something. I think he said something about my butt. I don't remember what it was. But he hissed, and I went, don't do that. Madison has been increasing the amount of hissing, and so have you, and it's getting ridiculous that both of you don't know that you do the same things, and I'm both, like, dating both of you, like, (laughs) in different forms. Like, I'm not actually dating Madison, but I buy her gifts and fulfill some needs for her. I'm just kidding. I fulfill some needs for her. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. we're not, yeah. like, together romantically. We're just together platonically. Yeah. Platonic life partners. Platonic life partners. I have, like, okay, I will say I have, like, I have, like, I have, like, six platonic life partners. But Let who feeds your gift-giving soul like me? Okay, you do. <laughs> no one else. You're the only one. I know. You are the I only one. Because I'm a cancer. That's true. Um, we were talking about yeah. the day. Okay. We were talking about Lord Davis. Lord Davis. Fuck I, that fucking that name. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> I was like, you can't oh, be nice. So like, you're an head. older Southern I, gentleman, quote unquote. Okay, sure, Jan. <laughs> with, a, with, like, an actual good boy son? No, you gotta be fucking No, cool. but here's the thing. You could also tell that, like, people were skating around, like, people, Nick and Cell, were skating around the idea that, like, Lord Davis was... Bo- like not even borderline fucking closet abusive like just people didn't know yeah oh yeah people just didn't fucking know and it's like Big okay like yeah, yeah i knew you were going to be a bad guy i knew it i i hate him so much i just there okay so some other things that the book the, the the parts that like gave you fucking visceral the, reactions yes order of the rose Oh Those, my fucking god! I wanted I'm, to. I'm I wanted literally. To I'm editing this episode, but I'm gonna bleep this word because this is how I felt. Those two women. Oh god, I felt like, the same way. I I I could not stand them. I was like, how dare? How dare you? How dare you? And you know, it's just it's like this is that was unchecked racism, always, literally. The, and I and like and then at the very end, misogynism. Oh my god. Oh my god. <gasps> Don't okay, this whole this whole book it, it like the fact I was I get so angry about like feminist stuff for me personally. Absolutely. That the feminist stuff on top of seeing the shit Brie has to go to because of people's clear racism and prejudice, literally, I was like, I wanted to crawl out of my skin. I was crawling out of my skin. So I was angry so viscerally for her. angry. It made me, uh, I mean, and like Tor's reaction. And okay, the one thing I was like, yes, bitch, yes. When she stood up to Vaughn at the dinner. Oh my God, and yes. And she was like, 
Yes, and she she does the basic she does a clap back in the most mm-hmm. powerful and respectful way. She did not have to be respectful at all. She did no. not have to be, but she was the bigger person in that situation and she mm-hmm. Truly, that's why everyone, like, everyone thought of her as a threat because of that reason. Yes. Like, she was I... a threat. Now, mm-hmm. Nicholas. Nick. Nick. Sweet golden retriever boy, Nick. I went, oh, we have a golden retriever on our hands, ladies. <laughs> I, he. What a sweetheart. I want the world for that little sunball. You know? Okay. <laughs> You know, in Homeward Bound. No, because I've never seen it. Excuse me? I, any movies with dogs where there's, like, clearly going to be some type of, like, trauma that happens between owner and dog. They all live. Yeah, but the ending's incredibly sad, so I've been told. No. No, no. Is Whoever the told you to fucking when, lie to you. Is the ending when Shadow comes running up the thing? Is that a whole thing in the Homer Bound? Yes, that's yeah, so happy. I'm, everybody cries. I don't want to cry. <laughs> well, you're crying because you're like, because he. I, I, I don't like want to cry. I swear to God, we fucking talked about this. But no, he's we like, did. Fucking, fucking Peter. He's like, he's like, I guess he was just too old. I know, we did do this. Like, chance is already run up. Sass is already run up. And then fucking Shadow's like, my boy. And he's like, chance. I don't like, want to watch it. Can you understand that I just that don't want to say, watch it? All that to say, I feel like Sal is like sassy. <laughs> like, like, like Wasn't just pure sassy attitude. the cat? <laughs> yes. Sal is very clearly a cat, Nicole. No, I, I very agree. Clearly. I agree. And then the little and then dark, I brooding, like... golden eyed owl looking motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bokuto. <laughs> You're Whoa. right. <laughs> yeah, I knew what you <laughs> Tell me why that fits. Don't hear All it. you haiku fans out there. Haiku is just legend porn fan fiction. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, it's not. It. It's really fucking not. No. That's the loosest no, one we've ever completely said. completely unrelated. But if, if you say golden owl boy, golden eyed owl boy, it's literally fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Anyways. what were you going to say about Nick? I was just gonna say he's such a golden retriever, so he's oh, like absolutely. the shadow. Um, I don't have somebody for chance, but I feel like it's almost William. Oh, <laughs> I loved William. <laughs> William I loved is... him. Now, okay, so the other thing I was gonna say in regards to the pronouns that kind of is like mm-hmm. in the same vein is how easily people's queerness and like sexualities were just like woven in without them having to be like a declaration. Right. I feel like so often in books. Somebody being like, oh, well, you know, I like girls. Like, right. And had they have to say, I like blank. Right. I like blank or I am blank. Whereas in this, you had like, Sal, Tor. When William is, yes. William, right? Sal, Tor, Sarah. Felicity, William. Wait, Felicity? Uh, I thought Felicity was with Russ. No, no, no. Felicity. Felicity and Russ. Sorry, I meant Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah and Tor. Sarah and Tor. Yeah. And then William and his boyfriend. And then Sal. And then uh, one could argue Brie. From what we know about her kissing Alice, right? And Alice clearly, right? Alice um, Greer, uh, you know, like I, I just, I, there's so many characters in this 
who are like, and it's it's never it's never like Williams. Oh, I think I'm... is the one that's kind of the most. Oh, I am. Do you know what I mean? We're like okay with Sarah well, well, he and says, Tor. Well, you way... knew they were together. Like yeah. Well, because I think I think the way he says it is like. Oh, don't worry. Like, I'm not gonna look at you. I'm very happily in love. And and she's like, oh. And he goes, oh, nobody, you know, he's outside the order, right? And that's the one. And that's, that's the when closest. we get the explanation yeah. of like, and that's also when we get the explanation of like, why Scion shouldn't date Scions and like this shouldn't date this and like X Y Z. Um, I, yeah. But I just thought that was so flawlessly done. And that was another thing that I feel like I don't see very frequently because like, god damn, I don't know why I'm just like Akatar. But I think of like more having to be like. I like girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is like fine because in a little way, I mean, people sometimes people do need like a coming out story. Yeah. And for more, that was that. But like, there was none of that in this book. It was just like that's just how like people are. Like, it's. I mean, it's straight. Isn't the doesn't isn't the default. The thing we that think it's really the default, it's really not. good about this book is that it shows race without being like, hey, be colorblind. Because nobody yeah. wants that. <laughs> nobody no, wants no. that. And then it shows sexual orientation and identity without being like, it's not normal. Ta-da! Right. Like having to yeah. put some special kind of magic over top of it. Because the thing is, is how many people do you meet nowadays that just fucking are just, that's normal. It's normal. That's just it's their life. It's literally normal. And, to just like, yeah. And maybe... You're going to get the people, obviously, that need to come out, that need to have their coming out stories. But, like, if they've already come out, which a lot of these people in this story clearly have. Right. They don't owe you some big, like, hoopla about their sexuality. They don't explain it to you. And they can just be like, my partner, my boyfriend, my significant other, my girlfriend, my whatever they fucking want to call it. And just go with it. Like, my honey bunch. Oh, gross. Don't do that one. Um... (laughs) Please don't do that, that one. Icky. No, thank you. Yeah, like no, honey, honey is all. different than honey bunch. Let's. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, honey bunches of oats. Like I don't Ugh. fucking know. I got Crispix upstairs yeah. with my name on them. Anyway, um, yeah. oh, Crispix are real good. Okay, if you like checkered rice squares. Yeah, occasionally I do. Oh, you really are white, aren't you? <laughs> I will tell you a really funny dinner story the other night. I, I ma- you, you did. I was making I was making a delicious um, Oh, your pasta. My pasta, yes, with like chicken and um, bacon and yes. broccoli. And it had you put like different types of um, cheese in there. And to start off, you had to like do some garlic and mm-hmm. um, we added a couple other like seasonings. And Zach comes over and he has a bottle of soy sauce. And I go, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm going to put it in this. And I go, oh, no. He goes, he goes, calm your whiteness. This is actually going to taste good. And I was so mad. He goes, I know you don't like flavor, Nicole, but you got to get over that white factor. <laughs> oh, Zach. We were up north and we were trying to find seasonings in the cabinet up there when we were in quarantine. And he goes, yeah. there is none here. There's barely even salt. And I was like, yeah. He goes, your family's really fucking white. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I Zach mean, is I no guess. Zach is white, y'all. I just want to point that out. Like he is yeah. anyway. Regardless. Regardless. I loved William uh, as a character. Yeah. I loved William was so good. There's so many I loved m- many of the characters in this. Book. I Oh God. Oh. 
Okay, I was gonna say in regards to, um, and then we can talk more about like the characters and stuff. But just as like a last note in regards to Bree's experience of the world in regards to um, her race, her race, yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts was when they're at the bar. Yes. And I believe it's Felicity. Felicity yeah. and Greer, they're talking about, like, dresses and, like, for the outfits for, for the gal, for the selection gala. And and Felicity goes, like, oh, Brie has such beautiful hair. And then she touches her hair, which is, like, what the fuck? Like, yep. what the fuck? And Brie, rightly so, is, like, don't fucking touch me. Like, don't right. fucking touch my hair. And I love that, like, even though it was these two characters who like clearly like support Brie and like her and like, you know, aren't for, from what we know, like racist at all or like prejudice, they still, there is this inherent idea that you can touch somebody and touch her hair because it's different from yours without the permission. And I like that that was included. No, I agree. Because it shows that like even the people who support and you trust and who like, you know, want what's best for you and, like, you know, whatever, they can still, like, have things that are deep inside them right. that they don't realize that they have in regards to other people's race. And I think the thing that's really interesting, because Madison and I talked about this as she was setting up and we were kind of, like, waiting for everything to get ready to go, is that both of yeah. us had that moment where it's like, when have I ever touched a white person that that's- way? I mean, I've never yeah. touched a black person. I mean, that great, way I've either. never touched. I've never touched any other person of color. Like Absolutely. That, or like, but in my but, mind, like you have to like. Maybe you don't have to, but I feel like people try to justify it with like, "Well, I touched my friend's hair." Do you? Did you just meet do, your yeah, friend I, and just touch their hair? Like I knew almost when Madison and I first became really close. Like I knew Madison yeah. hated hugs. You just don't touch her yeah. unless it's, like, something that you tell her. <laughs> it's the same yeah. fucking goes with, just, like, mm-hmm. boundaries, people. It's like that fucking TikTok where the girl, where the, he goes, I think I messed up my suit. <laughs> like, the, right, yeah, where the girls, I, I physical, physical touch is my second top love language, but I have issues receiving physical touch. That's, right, but it's, sure like, the it thing that happens with, and maybe people... I don't know. Just you can't justify that kind of behavior, you guys. You just can't. No. You have to set you boundaries. You can't justify touching a person without their consent. Yeah. In general. Sorry, that's, that's the hot tea. Is that it is the same across the board. You cannot justify touching a person without their consent, be, like for any reason. Yeah. Like, just period. unless it's like you're about to get hit by a car and I'm going to pull you back from the road. Yeah, that's like, different though than just there's... touching their hair. And I think the interesting thing about black people in general is like when mm-hmm. black women get their hair touched because people are like in awed by it and it's like okay you can be well, awed it by it like an oddity touching like, yeah it's but it's also it becomes sort of like a like a a curio type thing at that yes where like, she's like i'm way she that Bree it, says i'm not a petting zoo yeah yes exactly where it's not like i'm not this like magical fun little you know treasure that you can check out today and then like not it's yeah it's mm -hmm. that part i thought was very powerful absolutely specifically because it wasn't like tor who touched her hair right it It wasn't somebody who was exactly like oh you're 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 legit racist (laughs) like it wasn't somebody who was blatant it was somebody who is close to brie in a capacity and you know the other thing that was super cute and I just, mm-hmm. I love that he tried, was Nicholas giving her, like, 
shower products and her being like oh. a comb that I can never use. Never use. And yeah. like I oh. loved obviously with Tracy Dion being a black woman, she puts mm-hmm. in her own life experiences. And I just can imagine yes. that that's probably happened. Her author's note at the back of this book is literally fucking oh my god because she breaks down like each section and like part that she was writing about and how it like influenced the story like oh my that's one of the main reasons i want to meet her just to first of all be like thank you for introducing me to brie into your into what Mm -hmm. was your grief and what Mm -hmm. other people like you have gone through because it opens Mm -hmm. my eyes in in many 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 ways definitely this like i i i mean in june we talked about this on our episode but like we both support you know the black lives matter movement and like want to you know help lift up you know step aside like right here you go not like speak in place of correct you know black voices um and but this still this book opened my eyes to so much shit about like because like and i will never know the experience but this book helped me like see the experience it helped me at least empathize yeah yeah I think Which, that's like, the right before, I, I could, like, think that I was, but, like, I couldn't because, like, I wasn't seeing these stories, like, yeah. very frequently. Like, okay, so we, we talked about this. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think the timing worked out, clearly, because of the book's release. This? I'm sorry, Cursed? Oh, my fucking God, yes. This should be the Arthurian. Madison and I talked about this as we were literally, like, cooking dinner tonight. Yeah. I am heated now, knowing that this book is in the world and Cursed was the one that got optioned. Now, granted, Cursed had been out for a while Cursed at that point. It was released earlier. It was released like, earlier. I think that was released, like... Well, no, Cursed... Cursed. The Cursed book was released when the show was released. It was, like, a The 100 type thing. They were released together. But wasn't The Cursed, like, a car, like a comic book at one point? Maybe. Because I don't think... Um, I, I think it was an older story, and it got released, like you said, as a 100 type of thing. But this really should have been the authorian this deserves its own show it deserves like the, it, it really does deserve its own netflix show yes. like not fucking whitewashed winks this is what we need yes. to see this is the like school academy secret society book that like show that yeah, we need because you know here's the thing you guys you could easily take i mean this book was in four parts but you could probably make yeah. an eight part series out of the individual pieces that are in this like easily yeah. easily easily this uh, it's just okay. So to the characters, yes. Who do you want to start with? People. Okay, we've already kind of discussed Brie. I yeah. mean, Brie, you just read to you need to read the book to really understand Brie. You and because I Brie love that it's first person, first person POV. Writer. Oh my god, oh. I love being in Brie's I, head. I think you know, and we talk a lot about how we really like third person personal. That's like a yeah, a that's like a POV that we both really like. This book, I think, it was strengthened by being a first person. Absolutely, book. like. Yeah. Also, the use of um, how she describes the pronunciations. Yeah. Like equal. Did you like? Yes, and because here's the thing: yes. the words are mostly Welsh that they use in Welsh, in terms yes, of the of demons, Welsh. in terms of like places, mm-hmm. and even like some of the lineages. I believe yes. are Welsh, and I just it's so good that she put in those little pronunciation things into the story because I was like, I have no fucking uh-huh. idea how she's pronouncing this yeah. word the first time you read it. mm Hmm. Anyway, what were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, I, I thought that was very spicy. Um, 
Do you want to talk about like, Sal or Nick? Or? Well, we never really talked. Nick. Okay, so Nick. Nick. Like, Nick. Also, oh my God, we didn't even talk about the fucking magic system. In this. Oh, yeah. This was such an interesting fucking take on the Arthurian legend. Because Absolutely. I have actually read and like viewed a lot of Arthurian Camelot-esque content. Well, and it, with it I was being telling you about so Avalon old. Like, and it, that's such an I, old yeah. story being retold Which over and over. I, I truly can't believe you ha- you didn't read Avalon High. It's a Meg Cabot book, like yeah, we I said, Princess Diaries. Um, Avalon High, and they did make a uh, TV Disney original movie yeah, about it, movie. starring Greg Salkin and Brie uh, Britt Robertson. Mm-hmm. And um, wow, that must have but, only been like seven years ago, eight years ago. No, it was a minute. They were young. They were young. young. <gasps> oh. Oh no, they were here. I'll look. I'll look up one. Listen, there, Greg Salkin and I have always had a little love thing for him ever since uh, oh, fucking Wizards, Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. I've always oh, had a thing he, for werewolves, uh, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, Avalon High was released in 2010, so 11 years ago. Wow, that feels the not movie, that old. Yeah. They okay. Wait, really quick, really quick. I'm gonna see if you can see this. Can you see that? Look at how peanut they are. <gasps> wow, Britt Robertson. I know she. They were they were truly peanuts. Truly. Anyway, um, not not about Alan High, but I've actually consumed quite a bit of like, um, content regarding the Arthurian legends. Like I literally, I literally, while I was making dinner, started rewatching Merlin. You did? Yeah, because I was like, I I can't like sit here and reread the book again. I mean, I could, but I've got a lot of other things to do. And I was like, but I need more of this like vibe sure and i was like i was like fuck it i'm just gonna and i've seen all of merlin i've seen all five seasons. i've never watched a single episode nicole we should watch merlin together okay. oh my god you would love it you would love merlin so fucking oh my god uh, okay cool. Um, i'll have to watch it i'll watch, watch it while i'm yeah. working tomorrow and stuff you know and, and amazing all that it's stuff. on netflix yeah yeah um yeah plus like the women in it plus so, like aren't merlin and arthur like secretly lovers like it's hinted at that Merlin's in love with him. I don't remember that, but I also watched the show like years ago. <laughs> I could have sworn that that was one of like those. That moments. might just be like a headcanon. Well, thing. I, granted, aren't we all just in that headcanon that <laughs> believes that that was legit? Like it's just yeah. like Thera being a um, bad painter. I know it's true. <laughs> I'm, I swear to God, if it's confirmed in this book, I'll lose my goddamn mind. Because <laughs> you know the title of the Acos, the Acos, Acos is the worst name to have to call it. Acos, because you know the title of the Court of Silver Flames episode will be f- confirmed. Fair is a bad painter. <laughs> like, yeah, it's actually um, Aco Fubup, which is a court of Fair's bad painting. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway, Acofub. <laughs> um. But Nick. Nick. Nick is Nick is so good. The fact Nick that he so jumps good. into like the mentor thing with her, and he's like, "Hi, Brianna!" Like trying to like talk to her, and like every, like twice, he, and then he like fucking he is he's okay, so, so smart. Like, he he's a smart himbo. And oh my god. Oh my god, you know, the minute she described his scent as being laundry and cedar, I went, <gasps> I was like, <laughs> a blonde haired, blue eyed, laundry mm-hmm. and cedar smelling man. Sure, okay, sign me but up. <laughs> riddle me this, riddle, not riddle me this, but like, hear me out. 
visually, Sal and Nick, mm-hmm. young Thorn Loki. You know, I know. <laughs> why did I just? Why did I just like mega like girl hands that? Like I look like I'm doing two dick set <laughs> Disgusting. Just, I'm sorry. I, two shake weights going. Two shake weights going. Oh my god, disgusting. I don't have to believe that or something. My grandma listens to these now. Um, <laughs> and what? Yeah, and we're just exercising. <laughs> I literally never mind. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And the. I love the absolute stark contrast that's always been Arthur and Merlin in terms of who's righteous and who's kind of magical and even in sort of even in Merlin the show specific it's actually technically called the Adventures of Merlin right but whatever but everyone shortens Um. it to Merlin (laughs) everyone knows it's It's, if you don't know what they're talking about just Google it you'll figure it out (laughs) yeah um it's a show um. It's, Even in that, Arthur's old, blonde, Merlin's a dark brunette. Like, And isn't Arthur normally a blonde? Like, everything I've ever seen of him, he's I normally feel like a blonde. Even in Monty Python, I feel like he was blonde. Yes, and like, in the Disney um, the Disney Sword in the Stone, he was blonde. The yes, little kid. I feel like he's always blonde. Which, by the way, I love... The sword and the stone. Except movie? for, except for in Cursed, he's a. Uh, he's, I think he's black, yes. isn't he? Yes, I believe. I may he's be hot wrong. Is what he is. He's very attractive. He's <laughs> very <laughs> attractive. Uh, oh, you know, we didn't mention before the start of the episode what? that they just cast the second Bridgerton, or they cast Kate in the I Bridgerton season. I was going to bring season. it up at some point. We'll talk about it later uh, yeah. if we want, but still. Well, okay, because that actually. You know how you were how you were talking. What reminded me of it was you know how you were talking about earlier about how. In this book, it's not like when they're like, you're trying to be like, S- don't, don't look at like, color doesn't matter. You know what color you're saying? Color blindness. Like, or like, uh-huh. Yes, color blindness. Thank you. I could not find the term. Um, in that, they try to make it like that, but then they don't. Right. And that is one of the one criticisms that I have of the, well, I mean, I have a couple criticisms, but one of the main criticisms I have of the Bridgerton show. Yeah. Because I'm kind of like, it's cool. You had something really great going for you with... Having a very diverse cast. Well, not very right. diverse because many of the characters are white. Well, but having like it's, for, it's interesting the Bridgerton. Your male concept, lead in a Regency era. Right, right, right. A Regency era male lead being and how it diverts from like, the actual book where the male character is not in fact black. He's white in the mm-hmm. book, and I don't think he's yeah. ever described. It's not like it's ambiguous in the book or anything. I believe right. even in the second book because now Kate is um. What's her name? I know I just saw it. What's her name? It's um Simone Ashley. Thank you. Is she black mm-hmm. or is she... I... Let me look up. I don't actually know. But Kate um, in that story, in the second book, is like blonde or something like that. So yeah. not, not a black character by book way, but definitely mm-hmm. at least a person of color now, like B-I-P-O-C yes. in this Obsessed. in this in this story and it's just interesting because she is Indian British um <laughs> she's stunning she's she absolutely so stunning beautiful but here's the thing that's the Bridgerton mm-hmm. problem is it's like it's great that you diverted from the book to incorporate a diverse cast right but then to make that now part of the plot well but you didn't make it part of the plot enough because they subtly hinted that like yes. the like black um uh, black landowners became a thing, and like you had yes, people that got the, titles the, like, and earldoms, exactly. Like, as, 
And yes, you know, they've made with, like, it. Like Lady Danbury talks about it. Right. And yes, they've made it clear like with Lady Charlotte and ter- not Lady Charlotte, sorry, Queen Charlotte in um in the interviews and stuff that like Queen Charlotte's actual like descendants yes, they're pretty is, sure he was exactly that she has she was, at least yeah. some type of, it she could have been at least some form of percentage of black in her they're not 100 yes. percent on the actual percentage or breakdown or anything of that but they're pretty positive she was a person of color and so i like yeah. that they talked about that in the interviews but the thing that they're missing from the show is that you started to talk about how you have black characters and black people becoming earls and landowners and title holders and all this stuff but you did not talk about it more. And that's the part that would have been the yeah. most important well, piece. And like, yeah, it's, 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 it's the, the dynamic in that show is very strange of how, how they like are placing race, but also not. But like, we digress because that's not what you came yes, here to listen digress. to today. Yes. Um, you came to hear about Legendborn say, and the, the yes. racism that was in that <sighs> book. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, from so many, so many terrible, terrible people. Um, uh, but Nick, okay, Nick. so Nick is great. Nick is a fucking he's a he's a smart himbo. He's an angel. Is just, he is so sweet and so kind, and he the way that he just like tumbles over for her, like I just love. He 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 just like swan dives off the cliff yes. into like the ocean that is Brie. I loved like, when he when okay, so right before their first kiss, when she like tries to like turn away from him or whatever, and he's like, "Don't like think I don't." like like this, you or want this is you like this okay i will say now Estelle really did kind of win me by the end um, oh i mean yeah how can you reasons. not like ooh. especially going into what we know by the end of the book oh, about yes. nick and her's actual relationship oh, yes i'm a little nervous now <laughs> well no because they they can't be together well okay you can say you can't because the science well, like, right, right. They can air quotes be together, right. but with the scion bloodlines mixing. Correct. You can't. Well, like again. Like in theory, or else you're going to have a whole, you're going to have a whole fluster cut. Right. But um, are we really going to like, talk, if we want to get into theories, do you think that this is all going to be the way it is by the end? No, no, Absolutely no, 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 no. They're about to fuck shit up. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. I think, I think by the end of this, they, I, okay, okay, okay. Let's so talk next, about Nick though. So, Nick, when he, the way he talks to Brie and he's like, no, 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 I am right here. Like, I've got yes. you. I've got, that's like. That spoke We always talk soul. about guilt being my kink. This is my other one. I know. Of being cared for yes. and looked after. And I was like, oh, oh, I loved when they were in his bedroom in the, in the lodge and he like, like touches her jaw and he's just like, it's oh, before they even so, kiss, but I'm like. You are mm-hmm. so intimate, and I love it. Like, oh, I love you. It's, it's so, like... And his literal, like, jealousy that starts to spawn because of Cell, and, like, mm-hmm. later on... And right before she leaves, and he recognizes that she's going to go, like, forever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my sweet little boy. He... I literally, a couple of times, I went, Nicholas Davis! <laughs> Yeah, there were there were a number of times. I think I literally you did. I you texted me texted all caps. Point and I said I said Nick Davis can get Absolutely. it. Absolutely, <laughs> like, he can. He's he can, so he can, he can. sweet. Well, and just like and like even during the tasks. Oh God! Like, when he walks her through the bridge or whatever, when he walks her before the first oh, one where they're going the, to the trial, the fucking like hands and the, <gasps> when he kissed the top of her hand, mm-hmm. I basically lost my mind. I, I lost my mind. I was like, oh, you are a sweet boy. I love it. <laughs> 
Now, oh, in Madison, he... in my mind, they are college level. They are not 16 and 17. Like, they I, are supposed to be. The idea that they're 16. I, I don't know if this is because I can't fathom in my head finding a 16-year-old. <laughs> no, it's that's exactly why I can't. Clearly, that's my because brother's that's age. fucking disgusting. That's my brother's age. I can't. But like, I have to make him older in my brain. Like, I have to I have to age them up in my head. I have to. Simply for the fact that I will just be grossed I out swoon, by that. Because I swoon. You know what I mean? I swoon after Nicholas. Swoon. Yeah, like, like. I need them to be like the way that like Riverdale characters are 16 or they're like, oh, I need them to be uh like actually 21 because that's okay. (laughs) I can at least hit a 21 year old. I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could. Or yeah, it just, yeah. Um, But I also think that like in the context of the story, I like that they're high schoolers because it gives them like a different level of like, yeah. They don't have the weight of the world yet, but yet they totally do. But like, and it's so interesting because the very end they have all these regents that are coming for them, but technically Bree's in charge. Scare oh me. yeah, absolutely. <gasps> that literally that the fact that technically Bree is top tier now. I'm like Bree has oh. Arthur. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, listen. You listen to this. Ep- you it says at the top of the episode. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers ahead. Bree has so many spoilers <laughs> ahead. Every fucking episode. Bree has Arthur living inside of her, literally. Uh, so you know, she's head bitch. So. <laughs> She's HBIC. Yeah, she is. She's HBIC. Bree Matthews HBIC. is HBIC. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. So. I, I, we were talking about Nick, and then I think we got to go over to Cell. Yeah. Cell and Kane. But just, like, all that to say, all this to say, like, Nick is just. I root it for had, him. It had those, like, it had those notions of that, like, medieval romance. Yes. Like. That, that he, very chivalrous. He's, he's very chivalrous. Action. Yes, he's very knight-like. Yes. And I love Yes, that. which tracks. Yes, it does. So hard because he's not very kingly. No. He's very knight-like. But I do like that. Okay, so two things on that point. Number one, I like that in mm-hmm. with their relationship, Brie and Nicholas, because as they yes. like are kind of boyfriend-girlfriend, because that's what she's sort of yeah. calling him, but they've never like established it, but clearly they're like exclusive, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ending where he picks her as as his goddamn um Oh my god. And the way she's just like, Oh my god, like he picks yes. me. Oh my god. Yes, yes like me. <laughs> the, the the realization that she wants that yes. is so powerful because yes. she's it's that moment of being like, No, 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 I stand and I fight. Right. Like Right. But the thing with them that, being ugh. like the uh push and pull, like the the call and response is what mm-hmm. she kept calling it in the story. Yes. Um and then you learning later on the whole thing between it's Lancelot and Arthur. The Lancelot and Arthur thing, I was like, Okay, I get that, but like fuck did I love that. Fuck did I love mm-hmm. the call and response thing because they yeah. got each other so well. Yes. The other piece um, of that though was that um with Nicholas and like with Nick being so unbelievably sweet you're just like oh. okay but sell <laughs> yeah and so, so speaking of sell but so did you say sell. like sylvan i did not pronounce it that way no so i think i think because in welsh the y's and the v's i think are switched so what's his mom no name? no no i might be gone i might be gone i might be i might be wrong i might be wrong I thought it's it was I Sel- Selwyn. I said Selwyn the entire time. I but they always called him Sel. Well, so I mean, like let's for the look most it part. up because it could. It's I'm guessing it's probably a, a Welsh name. Like probably is. What's his mom's name? Okay. Is it Natasia? 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 I said Natasia. I said Natasia. Nat- 
I said Natasia. Anastasia. Right. Anastasia. Anastasia is probably the right way Nastasia. to pronounce it. Because it's like Anastasia. Right. And in my mind, also, I was thinking of like Nikasia and like how we pronounced her name, like Nikasia. Right. Um, um Sil- Selwyn. Selwyn. Oh, also apparently a Harry Potter character, just so you know. A Death Eater, but that's besides the point. Um, what? Yeah, apparently. So, Sel, when he first comes onto the screen, I was like, oh, okay. Well, in my brain, it's a, it's a movie always. And the, the screen, the screen, the big, the big bright screen in the sky. The big bright screen in my brain. Um, When mm-hmm. he first comes on the page, I'm like, oh, you're a bad oh. boy. <laughs> I can see that. I said, hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Yike. And him. My nipples just got hard. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the title of the episode? <laughs> oh, God. Sure. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> to the tune of Hello, Dolls. <laughs> my old friend, yes. From, from the troll movies. Just kidding. I know it's Simon Garfunkel. Is that really I'm in aware. the tro- troll movies? Oh, that's how we'll use know it now. Shut the fuck up. There's no. T- there is okay. So I've been I've been binging Try Guys videos because I need some joy in my life, and sure. those four men bring me a ton of joy. Yeah, they're just such happy, lovely people. Right. And there's a video where they have little girls give them each a makeover. Okay. So they like pair up with like with like a like seven eight year old girl who's like I think you should wear this and I think you should wear this and one of them I think has like Keith dre- dress up as like a bad boy. Okay. And she's like, and she's like, hello, darkness, my, or maybe it's Zach. I don't know. But he's like, where do you know that song from? And she goes, the Trolls movie. And then they all, the little girls sing it. And they're like, where do you know that song from? They're all like, the Trolls movie. And they're like, oh my fucking God. Like, okay. <laughs> that shit I'm hurts. not going to lie to you. Maybe it's because we're film students, but like, graduate? <laughs> the graduate. <laughs> right. The graduate. The graduate. <laughs> like, clearly. Like, the whole like, fucking it's album. Some of the most iconic songs of all time. Yeah, the whole fucking, like, Here's Simon and Gold for Global album is on there. Robinson. Exactly. Yeah, no. Um, I was going to say with Cell that as you mm-hmm. get into his storyline. Oh. I am just like, oh, the mommy issues. Oh, the dark okay, daddy if there's issues. One thing, if there's one thing I have learned. It's that if he's a Welsh boy with dark hair, he's got a traumatic backstory. <laughs> Accurate as You, Will Herondale. Accurate. I'm looking at okay, you. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but on one of the um, Fantasy Addicts page, or maybe it was TikTok, somebody asked what, like, the holy trinity of book boyfriends was, and everyone agreed. Like, Will Herondale's in that trinity. Will Herondale's on that list. And I was like, yeah, are you going to tell me the 5'11", beautiful, blue-eyed, dark-haired, sassy motherfucker who pledged his goddamn life to Tessa is not the ultimate book boyfriend? Um, Just as a side note, if you all want, like, a heightened Will Herondale experience, listen to Clockwork Princess <laughs> audiobook. I hate you so much. I knew you were going to bring that Daniel, up. Daniel Sharman does all the voices, and Daniel Sharman doing a fucking Welsh accent. <laughs> it just hits. And he goes, Tess. Like, oh, oh, Jesus. Oi. Oi. Okay. Oi. 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 You should go. You should go. <laughs> you should You should go. go. <laughs> you should go. And I beat you for it. <laughs> beat you for it. <laughs> you 
should go. Now that we're all in Droughtlander, I hope you guys come on the podcast just to listen to Madison <laughs> do a goddamn Jamie. Hey, Diana Kenwich, you're saying, woman. Leary. I love how Leary's name Claire. is spelled. Oh, I love the name Leary. I do too. I hate her. I hate her as well. But I love her daughter. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, right. Um. Anyway, anyway. So Selwyn. Oh. Most tragic backstory. And that's like, like the whole thing with all of the king's mages, right? They're all plucked out of like childhood into the service of well that. because of their part demon heritage right Which right well and like tell me that that wasn't <laughs> a little bit of like infernal devices fan fiction ah gem car stairs and will hair and duck together <laughs> tracy dion really said oh you liked gem and will together so <laughs> But better. But better. Well, not, but better. <laughs> but better. I mean. But better. I'm sorry, Cassandra. You lost me at incest. You lost me at fucking incest. I will never, <laughs> ever get over the fact that I was attracted never to that. Never forgive her for that. <laughs> that I was like, I kind of still yeah. want them to be together. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You mean to tell me that him leaning against the goddamn bathroom door being like, it's okay if no one finds out, wasn't? Okay, maybe I'm just, <laughs> there's something wrong with me, I gotta go. <laughs> you, okay, I say this without the face, you should go. You should go. <laughs> to therapy. <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> in 2020, where there are therapists. Well, it's 2021, so. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Nicole, there are therapists in 2021. It's in 2021. We got to do it at least once a year. Once a at year. least once a oh, year. Oh, I need to grab my phone charger um, real quick. You um, Just give me one second. I just need to. Yeah. I just got the chills. <clears throat> um, hey, guys. It's me, Madison. I'm just going to riff for a little oh bit. God. I know Nicole has our AirPod in. I'm going to keep it up, though. Um, let's see. Uh, I ate some pasta tonight. It had literally feta. literally out of the frame, you fuck. Like, I know. It had <laughs> feta, mushrooms, farfalle pasta, um, pesto, and shrimp. And then I, like, mixed all the, like, mushroom and the feta and, like, the shrimp and stuff into, like, a creamy sauce. And I put that over the farfalle. And then I put um, – and then I sauteed, like, the mushrooms and butter – and then I put that all in the pan, mixed it with the pasta, and then proceeded to add some pesto to it and top it with parm. And it was so good. It was delicious. I loved it. Um, let's see. And I beat uh, you for it. <laughs> and I beat you for it. All right. I think I'm all squared away now. I just had to move you over. James Alexander Malcolm McKenzie Fraser. Oh, my God. I don't know if anybody on this podcast James follows or knows Alex who Sandra. either of us are on the YA Fantasy Addicts group, but somebody had a picture of... Um... I mean, we are our names. Right, I know, but like, I don't know if they know who it's us, you know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. If, you're, if, you're, if you happen to be in that group. Yeah, if you happen to be in that group and you've never mm-hmm. seen us before, here we are. Um, What's chilling? But somebody had a bookmark of like a modern AU read, and both Madison and I were like, yeah, that's not like, real. That's, that's just fucking Sam Jamie. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies. I hate to inform you. That's not Reed Diggory. That's James Alexander Malcolm Mackenzie Fraser. Mm-hmm. That's not your boyfriend. That's Claire's boyfriend. It's not your boyfriend. That's Claire's second husband. 
That's correct. The only one that really matters. I shouldn't have put this kiss in my mouth, but please tell me about I was Sal. Say. <laughs> Interesting fucking choice there, Nicole. Uh, <laughs> I really want chocolate. We big time had definitely had a phase though where we ate on this podcast. I apologize for that. <laughs> I big time don't care. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, uh, um, uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> my mind just Okay, so fun fact, I do know the Big Time Rush 24-7 dance. I won't do it for you now, but I do know it. Why can't you do it for me now? (laughs) I don't hear a reason. (laughs) The only part that I'm going to show you is that they go, all day, every day is a holiday. We're all right. You go (laughs) 24-7. That's like, everybody does it. Everybody does it. Do it now. Listen, Big Time Rush kind of does clap, and that's just the fucking tea. No, I know they do. Um, My brother listens to it all the time. Uh, I didn't need to know that. I already did know that. You did know that. But I didn't need to know that. Did they need to know that? Yeah. No. Okay, well, now you all know that. Um, So, Sal. Sal is so spicy. Um, He, first of all, at first, I really did not like him. Oh, I did. (laughs) Right, <laughs> but name me. You know what? You it's know. very rare for me at this point to to meet a man in a book and go, "Oh, you're a potential love interest." I don't like you. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I definitely like. I I was intrigued by him, but I was angry about how he kept accusing Brie of being wrong. And I said he's gonna have to earn my affection, just like he had to fucking earn hers. I was like, that was my reading experience of it. Yeah. Um, so I I I definitely enjoyed that. Uh, that I came to grow to love him, but the minute I knew that I was lost in the sauce when it came to Sal was when, when, first of all, when he corners her, I, as we know, ever the thespian, I like to act out books sometimes. Oh no, don't tell me you act out that scene. No, you did not. not. Not physically, but I was home alone. And so I did have to read her lines out loud to get the feeling. I cannot with you (laughs) and that shit. (laughs) It helps me to, like, understand her emotions. No, I understand. But you ruin scenes for me this way. I swear to God. Well, I'm not going to do it now. No, of course you're not going to do it right now. I would kill you. Um... I'm not going to do it. Uh, but the threat in Madison's it. eyes right now when I said that was fucking <laughs> petrifying. Um, no, I'm. when you told me earlier that you liked that scene, I did not know that that was going to be one of the ones that you acted out in this book. Well, no, the scene when they're in the graveyard. Yeah, when they're, when they're yelling the at each other. Tunnel. Yeah. When she's like, I kind of loop that whole thing together. I loop that as one long scene. No, it's one. It's 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 a scavenger hunt scenes. Yeah, well, but like in when they're in the graveyard, because like I okay, the finding the piano and finding the the mug in the piano and then the weird little library thing. I count those as separate. And then once you get to the graveyard, from the graveyard till. All the way through the attack when Nick shows up, like the Hell Beast. Yes, that was one whole thing to me. Mm Hmm. Yeah. The but but when he yeah when they're in the graveyard and he's like he's like call them off and she's like I fucking can't like that was the part where I was like I I have to understand oh when she's like please sell and he like looks at her yeah I was like like I had to say I had to I had to say that out loud because I was like I need to like how like I needed to hear it you know when I like. 
you actually need to hear it. It's not like it doesn't suffice just to hear it in your head. No, Madison, anyway. that is realistically you're the only fool I've ever met that's like that. But that's okay. Oh, plenty of I know. I have you never seen those TikToks of like weird things I do when I'm reading? Lots of people do that. I've literally seen so many TikToks where people talk about how they do that. I'm so glad that you have found other people in your community that do that. <laughs> Good to know that the For You page really is the For yeah, You page. Yeah, because I've never fucking um, seen that on my For You page. Really? really? Oh, my God. I, I've seen but so I also, many of those. you get all the haiku stuff, and I don't, and it's making me hella sad. I keep trying oh, to honey, like that's cause I searched. that's because I searched the haiku stuff, liked a bunch of it, and now it all shows up yeah, on my Yeah, but feed. you send the stuff to me, and I like that stuff, and so then I try my best, but it's not showing up on my feed. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to whine. I'm already whining, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um... So, so that part, I was like, oh, my God. And then when she fucking ether punches through oh the yes. hell fox um, and his, her hand is stuck there when he comes up and he's like, like just and, and the softness in his voice. I was like, <gasps> oh, and when she Oops, goes to I him, did oh it again. <laughs> and when she goes to him while he's going through like that his stop, <laughs> she's going to him. <laughs> While he's on the fucking, like, he's in the training area, and she just, like, she knows yeah. that she, like, needs to go out there. Um, I just mm-hmm. was like, ooh, you guys have some sexual tension you need to explore. There is, well, and the way that she can feel him looking at her. Oh, yeah. And now, is that partly, oh. you think, because of the... The Arthur Merlin? Yes. But but technically, no, because technically he's not the king's mate. Right. Because he's bonded to Nick. Right. So what is it there? I... Don't know, Madison. I keep is wondering it something to too. do with his. Is it something to do with his mother? I thought it was something to do with his mother, be, and because okay, when we get to well, the, the knowledge to me that his mother is out and alive. Well, yes, is, but got the me, thing got me rocking. When when the minute when Greece sees her mom walking on the campus as like an eighteen or nineteen year old and looks next to her and sees a woman who looks like Cell, I went. Oh, this is oh. this is going to get deeper than we all anticipated. Like, this mm-hmm. is going to be this is going to be an actual love triangle. It's it's oh my god, I'm not yeah, I'm not prepared. It, he well, and he's such like a dynamic character. Yes. And this is that he's got so much going on and then like He is so much next But also also, yes, yes, I feel like Obviously, it's not equivalent in in many ways, but I kind of like that his characterization is a little bit a little bit similar to hers in the sense that he's got a part of him that people want to reject. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's kind of and that's even like, before we nice, get into the like actual pieces of Brie that are magical. Yeah. Yes, but also I I think in regards to plot and Brie and magical. At the ending, the idea that what gives her all this power is I kind of like that it's almost like a ha, you thought. That, like, a man's rape of a black woman on his plantation, his oh, slave. Oh, that made me want to throw up. It's not it servant. So... It's not, like, like listen, it's that is some fucked up call it was what it is. Like, those people who are, like, down south and like, oh, plantations, like, and they just gloss over this history. It's like, no. All these people... Like, d- don't even, like, I'm sorry, even all these, like, historical American leaders. Right. And I think the most powerful piece. Y'all want to glorify George Washington? Bitch. Right. Like. Right. He, like, sorry. But no. The I'm most not. powerful piece in this book, well, one of them, there's so many, but one of the most powerful pieces to me in this book was when 
Brie gets to walk through Vera's memories. And Vera is yes, her like oldest is just... mother ancestor. And she and the saddest part about this story. Well, like the beginning of the of the bloodline, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so but and the, the idea, like, the even before bloodline. you find, even before you meet Vera, mm-hmm. that Brie knows that, like, her family's only been ever able to track them back, like, up until about. To, like, the grandma. Yeah, up until, like, the grandma. But even, she's like, there's even people, people, like, we can track up to, like, some of the emancipations. And she's talking about how people didn't care about black people to write down their history. So when she's staring at the wall of the 15,000 years of bloodlines that can Uh, be traced, uh, and she's like, I am angry. I feel cheated. Uh, And I I was like, ooh. Yes, Yes, girl. Yes, but, okay, so my point being with Vera. Also, also, it's the notion of, like, it's not because they didn't want to track it. It's they weren't taught to read. Or write. They weren't taught to write. And they probably weren't allowed to, even if they had those skills, they probably wouldn't have been able to allow to do that so which is why which is why stories are so important yes to share absolutely because stories ancestral stories are the way that the legacy lives on so the thing though with vera as she's walking through Mm -hmm. time walking memory walking through these memories of vera and like the line that really gets me is the one where he's like i don't want to hurt you and she's like but you're going to hurt me anyway. But you're going and, to. And, yeah. oh my fuck. Like, gut well, twisting. Kind of like, like, disgust. Like, just horrible. Yes, it, I mean, horrifying. But also, a reality. The absolute, that's like exactly it. reality. When they first started going down this path of Vera, when I knew Vera was a slave on this plantation, and I had a fucking feeling it was a Davis descendant, I went, this is going to end very badly. And it did. Yeah. But it ended so powerfully well, too. Yeah. Right. Because it's kind of like your abuse of this person meant you got your power. Your power was not stolen, rightfully taken from you because you do not deserve it. Yes. You do not. And I also kind of like that it was like this demystifying of the like glory of King Arthur of like, no. These descendants are shitty people. Well, and I kind of liked that Arthur, when Arthur takes up, like, Bree's body, where he, like, turns to Davis and he's like, you have disgraced us. And, like, like, well, granted, I don't necessarily think Arthur was a good person. But, like, that's not the point here. The point being is that, like, the ancestor that he is in, he recognizes as his own. Like, yes. that is, I think, the most powerful piece Yeah, there. I did not get that he was, like, had a problem with her being with a, yeah. either a woman or a woman of color. Even though like, Davis' clear issue with her even becoming <sighs> Nicholas's uh, squire would have been that she was a I, woman and black. Woman and a person. Uh, that made me so fucking hated. Oh, I was so I mad. I was so mad. Um, yeah, I... I yeah, uh, that... That twist, but I thought that was so fucking powerful that it's like, no, you just like you deserve to have this taken from you to be stripped of your mantle. I'm so glad she was Arthur's descendant. I was kind of worried that we weren't going to get to that point. Like I was like, why does Arthur even matter? We had talked about. I really thought we had a lady of the. I I know, and I kind of agreed because 
up until the very last little bit before she like as she's learning all this stuff about her mom and as she's starting to figure out that she um is a medium and things like that like up yeah. until that point it's not really alluded to that she could be a descendant of Arthur like that's not no. part of it she's got this root I thought she was um, a descendant of something right right and what was it called root it's root magic but what's the root uh crafter root craft yeah she's got the root craft in her so i was like okay like it's gonna be mm-hmm. something cool but Which i wasn't expecting that... arthur 100 until the very <coughs> like late part of this book yeah i also really like the difference between like ether and root yes that and the distinguished distinguish as... thing marks that the people said in their magic systems like we don't yeah the giving versus the take yes that to me is like and as okay so like I very much, we've talked about before, I identify as agnostic right. in my religion. And, but a lot of that, of my agnostic practices, like, it's about being in, like, in touch with the earth. And, like, you know, I mean, I've talked to you before about how, like, when I start to panic and get, like, anxiety, something that I need to do is, like, to go walk around on, like, fucking straight up earth. Like, I... In college, sometimes, I, when I got stressed, when I lived um, across the street from our former, you know, the sorority house, um, I used to literally, because I, I had easy access to the outdoors, I should say, I would literally go and, like, go outside, rain, shine, snow, and a thunderstorm, anything, if I needed to, like, ground, so to speak. And so this idea of, like, root and taking and giving back to the earth and i do feel like and the way that they that speak through their ancestors such, and like ask their ancestors yeah. for guidance and like ask their ancestors for and power to like give before they give back like and i i this term i feel like the term of black girl magic oh my god yeah that has been a very not prevalent but i would almost say newer term from what i know mm-hmm. from like what i've heard and seen and stuff within, like, the past several years about, like, these incredible stories about how, like, black women are such magical and ethereal people. They are such, like, wonderful, just, like, amazing women. And there is this, like, magic that accompanies being a black woman. Like, right. I, I, I really do feel like that is so clear and prevalent. And this felt like that, about the idea of that magic, like, coming through the women and being, like, you know, past mother to, to daughter and the giving and the taking yes and like i just i love but even I more so it speaks it. to the idea that like okay you can see the blatant difference between the people that are like the white supremacy yes. suppressioners that have taking. the blood to think the they blood are craft who have taken and have a very steep penalty now granted um the penalty that Bree's family face is family face because they also are blood crafters is is high too but the fact that you can see that there's the difference between like the the people that are part of the order and like all of these people that have the ether Mm -hmm. and have that ability like a lot of them die before 35 like especially if they're called because Mm-hmm. It's like it's like um it reminds me a lot of uh the Le Don Blanc. Yes. In, you have to give you have to give something to Yes. Uh, to get something, mm-hmm. yeah. But then also a little bit the like bloodcrafting part. Uh, the magic parts kind of reminded me of Serpent and Dove with the Ladon Rouges and the Ladon Blanc. Yeah. That like to me I was kind of like, oh, it reminds me of this a little. Um It's just so and, powerful when Vera too, like, after she's escaped, she's on the run and she like She's like, I need to protect my child. And so she does the blood craft yeah. to basically 
you know, allow this uh-huh. herself to be protected and get the the base what do they call it the uh the yeah. ether furnace is what she referred to it as a bunch like uh-huh. where she's able to just fucking like have power come like an ether well within inside of her mm-hmm. the stipulation though that every only one can have that at a time uh, so the mother and the mother hurts. of you will die and it's just like well and one has to assume that because of the way the world is so cruel and the universe is cruel they only have daughters i have to imagine it seems like it i mean it looks like From it what i understand it kind of seems like there was only other daughters. and you know the thing is like i said at the beginning of this episode um about tracy's life and how she lost her mother and her mother had lost her mother and it was a cycle of people losing mothers early on in their lives mm-hmm. and this being her way of basically finding an answer to something that's really unanswerable for her um yeah her author's note just said it much better than i am able to but i just once i read that author's note and i really took in that cycle that like brie losing her mom and like how she realizes at the very end towards the middle slash end of this book the two-third way point that she realizes her mom just died in a car accident like it wasn't anybody tried to murder her even though like the whole time you're like oh it's a murder mystery like you're kind of like trying to figure out what happened it was it, I, I almost like that more. No, I did too. I, but at first I was like, oh, this is kind of like, like Crescent City vibes. Like you're trying to figure out what fucking happened. I mean, although it does kind of have Crescent yeah. City vibes in the sense that like, you know, spoiler alert, since this fucking happens all the time, Danica killed herself and all of the other people that she was with yeah. and all that stuff, even though there was other shit. But like, I, I just, I, that part was so, ugh, like right knife to the gut. You know what I mean? And Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It, that, that, but also I kind of like that like, our three main heroes have all lost their mother. Oh yeah. When when you get introduced that, to thought, Nick's mother well, trauma. Yeah, because I, I really I kinda like that like the book really focused on the importance of a woman. Yeah. Of women in general. Yep. And, and the roles they play the of a mother in their and lives. The yes. Of, like, yes. And like because I feel like even still to this day, women are discredited for, because of their gender and because of, like, being women and especially mothers. Like, specifically. There's still a gender pay gap. Think, yes, I, but I honestly think that women who, like, mothers specifically are discredited because it's, like, in many people's eyes, they've, quote, unquote, fulfilled their purpose of having children. Or if they're a mother who works, they're considered, like, less of a like, mother because... Quote, unquote, bad. Yes, because yeah. they, they chose a career over their family, and it's like, no, they didn't. They really didn't. Like, my mom is a strong, right. powerful career woman, and that is nothing yeah, my like... Mom, my mom literally started her own business when I was, like, 10. Right. And she's had, like, literally, like, she kills it, and, like, it is because... and everybody's choices so long as they are their own are valid yeah that's kind of that's my thought too if 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 an individual i shouldn't say woman because mothers can be literally anybody absolutely um if an individual chooses to be a quote-unquote stay-at-home mom that is their prerogative that is as long as it is their choice amazing yeah i love that for you if somebody wants to be a working mother that's fine if you're a single mother that's fine if you have two mothers that's and the nurturing role is not always just the mother figure like the role can be reversed too like there are there are plenty of biological dads who are nurturing figures for for their children yes absolutely 
let's i mean and there's plenty of dads out there that are not biological that are nurturing figures that are like that just that that are literal parents who Mm -hmm. take up the mantle of being the quote-unquote nurturer of the family yeah yeah, it's, it's, yeah, but also, I mean, even, even that, it's, like, it shouldn't be a solely, like, feminine thing to be nurturing, but it has, it has become, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I just, you know, and even, like, women who choose not to have children, like, I, I think it's just very clear, though, that the things that matter to these individuals and these characters and the things that really shape them had the root of them being good people mm-hmm. comes from their mothers yeah and the things that really messed them up the most was because they got they lost their mothers too early in life that mm-hmm. each of them lost their yeah. mothers too early in life and it's heartbreaking it's, it's yeah. um one other thing that we should talk about that was our both of us not expecting was the lancelot plot twist <gasps> the Lancelot plot twist. Because both of us, I'm sure, I mean, I read the scene where where Nick is called on and he's like trying to fight it, trying to fight it because they're like trying to be like, keep Arthur yeah. off as long as you can because there's demons literally trying to kill you. So the whole bloodline yeah. is just completely done forever. Which, yeah. And he gets called up and you're but, like, okay. But and then he pulls the sword and it doesn't, doesn't do anything. And, it doesn't fucking move. and then you get her like and I was like, oh, oh. And then I went, wait a minute. But he was still called upon, and then when she comes back, and he and she says like, "Oh, he's Lan- he like he's the Lancelot line." I went, "It's just, I love that, and and I love and I love Sorry, that, that the quote unquote Guinevere twist. Yes, was all those yes. years back. Yes, all those years back. Yes, I loved that it was too. So, and I love that was like that made me okay. Now hear me out. I love that the fact. Now we don't know too much about the Reynolds line. We don't know if the Reynolds line was in no. fact slave owners I or mean, not they, either. They were up at a Northern school. Right. But we don't know if the, the Reynolds, when they were in the South during that time were also slave owners. So we can't make anything there, but I'm going right. to assume just because they're all kind of related that they are probably also, <laughs> but I did kind of like the ambiguity there for one reason, because if the Reynolds line was not a slave owner, let's say that, that they were not. Okay. The mm-hmm. fact that Gwen, the Guinevere character, the Davis's wife chooses the man who's not the dick to have a child with after she's been having issues having a child with um what was his name samuel davis i think his name was um which made me laugh because my mind went sammy davis like rat pack sammy davis like that was all that was running through my head really sammy davis jr really okay yeah i love that for you you know what kind of music i grew up on no i get it i mean like right uh but yeah i just loved it i don't know i just you gotta love a good Guinevere twist, but the Lancelot thing was like, mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, oh my god, because so then it explained um, more and more about their bond, and it explained more and more yes. about which it layers. It's because I was I went I went into the ending before that point, being like, how are they gonna set up the cell thing? Because they so clearly are like have something between them, and then throwing that in and being like, oh shit, yeah, oh shit, and then on top of that. Cell is bonded to Nick. Yes, and okay. Is bonded to Lancelot. Right, and... Which means... And he shouldn't be. Like, he's still the most powerful mage of, hi- of Merlin of his generation. I like that he but makes that distinction, break- by the way, where he's like, my generation, mm-hmm. Bree, not everybody's. Yeah. Like, that other guy Everybody, is still a fucking just ma- maniac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Isaac, mm-hmm. or whatever, is still a fucking vampire maniac. Um, 
I liked that distinction. But I think the thing that really gets me is like the idea that like Nick is in love with her, like straight up ungodly in love with her. And now what? Like they have to, if you want to be together, now you have to break down everything because like your bloodlines aren't supposed to mix. So what then? And technically your bloodlines have already mixed just so we're clear. (laughs) Like you technically Uh, are like sort of related. Not really, but it could be. I mean, not, not actually, but like. You'd be like how step siblings are. Like, yes. Related. Yes. And it's very far up in the tree yeah. where it doesn't really matter because, like, the only child of record for the Davises was the, I think it was the one that's the Reynolds child who is the Lancelot line. Yeah. So that's the only child on record of that point. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, fuck. Like, what do you do now? Yeah. That was so. Also, I love. I love that she uses her root and blood crafting together yeah. to heal Alice. Yeah. Who we didn't even like really touch on Alice, but she's just such an she's such a girl. At first I was really pissed at her. I, was I really know. Mad. I really did not like her. But then I came I came around. I came, I came but around. But I do, Alice and the thing quickly. that I didn't like about Alice is like I would be so mad at her for the things that Alice said to me, but also I did understand Alice's point. Because Alice is like, I just yeah. wanna fucking Get an education. Go to school with my friends. Yeah, like, and, like, I don't want to get in trouble, and I don't want to, like, deal. I, I get that. I get that. And I get why she was hurt by the things that Bree did. But it still mm-hmm. bothers you because, like, you're you're in Bree's perspective, and you're like, you don't right. get what Bree's going through. <laughs> right. Like, it's, yeah, it's like, uh, right. I do love at the end where she's like, uh, bitch, if you're going, I'm going. Yes, and I love that she's like, like she's my vassal. Okay, so I, okay, you want to know we haven't, what? A vassal? Oh, vassal, right. I was like, boom, you're you're here now. The king just said it. Yeah, Sorry, so, I don't make the rules. She's mine. Oh, wait, just kidding. You do. You do make the rules. Yeah. Oh, God. You're in charge. Brie being in charge. Um, is, uh, Brie, Brie Matthews right. is HBIC. Things <laughs> that I did not, so usually I'm pretty good at, like, sense in the sense. Yeah, sure. Like, things I did not see coming. The gore, the gore. Cal oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, Evan. Gore I was child. like, <gasps> yes, no! Evan. But then also the death of Fitz. <gasps> I was so and sad. And also the death of Witty. Oh, not even just the death of Witty, because I was like, okay, I did kind of and love Felicity and Russ, because like they're so sweet together, and you're like, oh my god, the nickname Flick. I just I, the minute he the minute he crashes to the ground and she starts crying over him. I had that moment of when they're coming out of her room in the lodge as Nick and Bree are like going to his and they're like playful and bashful. This is like after she just had become like called yeah. and so they're like you know together. And I was just like, oh honey, oh mm-hmm. no, and like my heart yeah. broke. It's- Many yeah, people it, died. I like, <laughs> was very yeah, surprised. I was shocked by how many. Well, and then and then also, like, my other question was, like, at what point did Evan become the Gorishal or whatever? For because months. Because it says he, he liked you at first, though, is what he said. Yeah, so I'm going to assume that when the party happened, he was still Evan. The first party where she's bitches at Vaughn. Cur- no, yeah. I was in- thinking more of the quarry. When Evan it was it first introduced to, oh, right, to right, her right. by Charlotte, and then I got real icked out because oh, I was yeah. like Charlotte. I kind of like I, oh shit, John! I forgot that Charlotte just lost her fucking boyfriend. Well, <gasps> yeah, and Charlotte like also Charlotte's been sleeping with a demon. Like, is Charlotte gonna have yeah, some type Charlotte's of demon pregnant. baby come out? <gasps> like, could that happen? Which technically, technically. 
Then it would be a Merlin. But that's my point. <laughs> so. Oh my so many thoughts. Okay. My other <laughs> brief thought that I was kind of like, you want to know what? I just, I had this moment where I was kind of like, I know it would probably be too soon for him. But I had this little inkling where I want Alice to become William. Oh, no, I thought that too. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, doesn't William have a squire? Oh, we, we, no, Winnie. it's Winnie. Oh, Winnie no. died. Winnie, no. <laughs> Which is why I said it's probably too soon. But the fact that immediately he was like, Alice, you're with me. I was like. Well, then I also had Alice the thought, Winnie. okay, Alice so, and so there were still, Sydney was still available. Vaughn technically is. Even though he didn't complete yeah, all the time, I don't think Vaughn's but he not. Vaughn's still not could because anybody. he could get to, he could get Nick. Well, also technically Lancelot. Yes, he I could get Nick because right, Lancelot still needs. And a fucking did we know where Vaughn was Lancelot, at the very end? Because did could huh? did we know where Vaughn was at the very end? Because could they have taken Nick and Vaughn and nobody knows? No, I thought Vaughn was there. I just don't remember. Honestly, it was just literally a couple hours ago. But I sped through the end of this book because I was so fucking like, oh my god. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. I the, the, mm. But yeah, no, Nick could take um, Vaughn. Like Nick could legitimately take Vaughn, yeah. and Vaughn probably would still be a good pair for him. Like even though they have issues, yeah, even Vaughn's like a dude. But I also think that but like he was starting time, to change like, at the end. What are you gonna end. say now? Yeah, yeah, I do think he was trying to like, yeah, for sure make a change. Um, I. Ugh. But um, I also kind of want, and this is yeah. kind of sad. Not sad. I do want Alice to go through the trials and be Bree's squire. <gasps> I didn't even think because about she that. she still does get a squire. Even though she gets a king's mate, she still gets a squire. So, like... Right. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. But I I do... Yeah. I... Yeah. But I, I, I know what you mean. So I think William thoughts. and her would be a good fit together. Um, okay. So, there are... So, Felicity still needs a new one because Russ is gone. Um, right. Sarah and Tor are still good, they, right? Well, but also, who's the new uh, Fitz's line? Gowan? Yeah, I don't like, fucking who's know. Who's the new heir or who's the new uh, Scion? Like, is there any? I mean, are who's left? It's got to be a cousin or it, something. Well, because it's got to be it's got to be either like a sibling or a cousin, right? Yeah. And I don't think they mentioned if Fitz had a sibling or not. And they have to be between I the ages it. of sixteen and twenty-two. Right. So then who the fuck is right. it? Or is there just not? And there's, we still have, haven't I met a with... ton of fucking knights. Like, there's a bunch of. Now, now, yeah, are well, you me? In the back, we only know. Are you me and thought, okay, so the northern chapter, they're totally at like a Harvard or something like that, right? I It better be a fucking Ivy. I, I, it, better, it has to it be. It better be a goddamn it Ivy. Has it to has be. to be. It should be Princeton. It should really be oh, Princeton. That's a tr- just for the yes, that's adorable. sheer humor alone. But what's, it's the oldest, what's the oldest college? Isn't Boston College one of the oldest colleges in the... I, here, I think I'll Boston College is because that was originally something else. It was a different name, but... So we don't know... And that's not technically Lancelot. an Ivy, but... Well, we do know Lancelot. Lancelot, K, number six, number eight, number we nine. We do know 10, Lancelot. We just don't know enough about Lancelot yet. We don't know about the symbols well, well, or anything. Yeah, yeah. We don't know anything about Lancelot. But we don't know anything about K either. And K was the one where was the fallen squire. It, it or the got fallen. Called, where they're like, where they're like, this one got called? And you didn't tell us? That's like all we know is that they were like at a northern school. Oh, no. I Did thought that was the one because where the trainer was from. The, the one trainer who's, who's, whose person died. <laughs> Right, but she was like an old squire's or an old scion. No, so I'm talking. There was a line, guy. There was a guy that was that was a trainer. Oh, right, right, right. But regardless, yeah, he was a squire. But regardless, we still do not know who the current cur- scion yeah, okay, is. Yeah, right. Yeah, but we do know that they were called because that's when uh, Felicity goes, 
and she gets called by Lamarack. And who's and and they're like right. Mm-hmm. Who's Boris? That was Fitz. No, Fitz was Gowan. No, no. You're right. Fitz was Boris because because that's Gowan was yeah. w- is William. Yes, and then Enhanced and healer. Then also, Owen. My favorite thing that William does is when he goes, yeah, I'm pre-med, and he goes, healer on both sides, and then wiggles his fingers, and I was like, adorable. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love William so much. I love William so much. Um, but yeah, because then Owen is... Um... Jesus fucking Christ, there's so many people. Um... Owen is Greer and um, Pete. Thank you. I could not Pete. think of the name. Pete. Right. Okay. So Pete is Owen. Boris is, was Fitz. Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> Gowan is William. Kay. We don't know. know. Lamarack was Felicity. Yep. Tristan was Tor. What a bitch. Right. Um, also, the Lance fact Lack that her name was Victoria Nick. and they called her Tor. And, called her... and then that Sarah was I Star. I was like, <laughs> hate you guys. Do you want to know I couldn't stop thinking of when I saw Tor, though? Every time I went, ah, yes, V.E. Schwab's publisher. Every single Okay, well, time. I went to bring it on the first movie with uh, Kirsten Dunst, where her name is Torrance, oh. and they call her Tor. Yeah. There must be some terms. The atmosphere. Um, and then, obviously, uh, we got our one true queen, right. Brie, in the Arthur Pendragon line. And so, um, we still have one, two, three... For technically five, five mm-hmm. bloodlines that we don't but know. If you include boars, right? Who the fuck's yeah. gonna happen there? So well, so yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. If you include the boars, one. I like know. that she put in this not only the colors and the sigils and stuff, but I like that she puts their preferred weapons. Yes, the weapons and the inheritance I really liked as well. Well, and I liked like, the I inheritance too because, like, as they start to talk about like yeah. the like the marksmanship and speed, like that and the was speed. cool. Yeah. Because, like, she um, sees Sarah, I... right? And Sarah's, like, talking a mile a minute. And she's like, so did you get bonded? Mm-hmm. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So that's going well, then, isn't I... it? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just, I fucking, <clears throat> I love it. Well, I do you have anything so else that you wanted to say on this? We should probably wrap it up. Um, yeah, let me think. I mean, I, I mean, ratings, five out of five. Absolutely. I'm so excited for the next it one. Was I I the fact that the fact that I can't just go to the bookstore right now and buy the next Legendborn book is I know it's pissing me off an an attack it makes me so sad it does say that the next like, book is supposed to come out this year but there's no official date on it yes. and this book came out around September um, October so we can probably expect a similar release date if not a little later also I would just like to say that the cover art is just unbelievably stunning I know we talked about it at the top of the show but. The the actual just like art, regardless of the Owl Crate edition, is so beautiful, beautiful and so. It would amazing. make me pick up this and book like, absolutely one hundred percent. Yeah, like, yeah, this book. I mean, and I have seen it at, at Bar- it's on Barnes Noble's like tables right now. Oh, is it really? And I'm like, yes, yeah, I've seen it quite a bit. Um, but I, I, it's just yeah, I. I really I I'm so excited because there's so much left to uncover there's so many different ways and, like, that this could the go elusive the elusive like power of just quote-unquote the regents is like terrifying and oh like, and the line of like, morgan in charge or morgan yeah Ugh. which i think in like well, what then, is it morgana then, was one of the names that, they, that she's gone by before right well it's morgan lefay as morgan well. lefay yes also yeah. Why do you think? Fu- well, why do you fucking think in Serpent yeah. and Dove, Lou's goddamn mom is named? Oh, 
Morgan. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm going to have to wow. reread Serpent and Dove and see if I can catch another little, uh, some Arthur things yeah. in there. But regardless. Uh-huh. I just, you know, I'm a Greek, I'm a Greek mythology slut. I am. I love Greek mythology. I'm about to dive deep back into my Arthurian legendness. Like I, right. It's it's about to pop off. Um, I this book is perfection. I think everybody should read it. It literally when I wasn't reading it, I was thinking about how I wanted to be reading. I read this literally all today. I read two chapters like Saturday slash Sunday, and I read this from about eleven thirty until like seven o'clock today. It was fucking mm-hmm. perfect. I couldn't it have asked ace. for more. I couldn't have asked for more. I I wanted, I, I still want more, but I couldn't have asked for anything yeah. better. Like, this was literal perfection mm-hmm. for me. So juicy. Yeah. It, it, the, it, Tracy Dion did such an incredible job with this book. And, and the magic system and Brie as a character and, and including these microaggressions mm-hmm. and like making sure that like the, the black history wasn't lost in the story. And like she, this book was just And we so didn't even touch on the other memory walk history pieces yes. that you get oh, with her with the, with therapist, with the Patric- Patricia. Whipping. Like, oh, the oh whipping. my God, that, that hurt that like. It's it's just this book is so You need so to powerful read this so if you haven't ways. yet. Yeah, everybody needs to read this. I have been any person that I know who even like semi likes to read, I have been recommending this book to. I'm like, hey, you want to know what you should read? You should read Legendborn. Legendborn is. I feel like so many people love the just, Arthur tale, the King Arthur tale. That like this is a book that it do- it should not matter your race. Read the fucking book. Read the book yeah. for more than just one reason. If you need an ex- if you need to give yourself excuses, yeah. like. Read this book because it's a good book, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. But then also, like... To check your privilege, to yes. get a perspective that's different than a, a standard white <sighs> heroine in fantasy-esque yeah. novel. Um, yeah. Because that's another thing. Oh. White mm-hmm. heroines, like white female, typically straight heroines, are the mm-hmm. main fantasy character and that's why this does put this is why this book's more important because it has a black strong female heroine and i'll be honest this is this is like one of the first books that i've read where the main character the main heroine isn't a white woman and i like i'm about i am you're ready to deep, deep dive down the thing. You want to read Wings of Ebony. Yes. You're, like, ready to go down the whole hole. I, I like, I, yeah, yeah. I, like. And there's so many great I, books coming out this year for us to divulge. And, like, so many. The Year of the Witching you should go in and read now because that was yeah, a good it's one. Yeah, there's so many. Right. And, like, and, and this, like, I just, this book was perfect. This book was perfect. Um, So, please make sure that wherever you're listening to us that you like and subscribe especially on apple Podcasts, give us a review yes. because your reviews is what gets us noticed and a lot of you guys have been mm-hmm. noticing us lately so thank you for joining us today um yeah but just drop a review and 
by that, just tell us what you like about the show. Like 10 words, you can say it in 10 words or more. You can do whatever you want. But like just 10 words to be like, Mm -hmm. these gals are hilarious. Love the books they cover. Whatever you want. But just give us a little blurb about what you like about the show right in that Apple Apple Podcast review. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to support us in a more monetary way, uh, please check out our Patreon. There we have four different fun tiers that you can donate at. Each tier comes with different rewards for donating that amount each month. Uh, we would love to have you over there. Uh, very exciting. Go check it out. It is patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. It's in the description below. And as we've mentioned already, um, you should check us out on social media. We have an active now mm-hmm. sort of Instagram account uh, called <laughs> <laughs> at Lower Your Volume Pod. You can also find us on TikTok. I should say, I think I think what has really made the Instagram pop off is the fact that I have a computer that's easy to work, do creative work. That's on true. That's true. Um, yes. <laughs> like, so our Instagram and our TikTok are at Lower Your Volume Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Lower Your, at Lower Pod. I'm trying to be a little bit more active on our Twitter account lately. So like, you know, mm-hmm. come on in there. Um, and then also you can check us out on Facebook. Yes. And last but not least, if you want to literally, oh my God, if you have book recommendations about, you know, B- BIPOC characters, like send them our way. We would love to hear, like show us these stories that we are not seeing and that we are not finding like i want i want them in i want them in my grasp i want to read them um but also literally if you have any thoughts about any books if you you know have theories we always want to hear theories we want to see fan oh my god if you have legendborn fan art hit us up just make oh my god uh all that to say you can send all those things to our email which is loweryourvaluepodcast at gmail.com we would literally love to hear from you would love nothing more than to hear from you well, actually, the one thing we would love more is for the next book in the Legendborn series to be out right. immediately. But we can't always have our way, so an email will do. Um, join us next week for when we talk about what book, Madison? <sighs> A book that comes out in 45 minutes. Flames. Don't even, I, I literally, my, I, my coochie's clenching, okay? <laughs> like, um, so as you guys know. Just like Latin, my coochie is declenching. Right, as you guys know, um, of course, <laughs> we absolutely love the Aquatar world. And um, mm-hmm. we are so excited to. We're going to have to talk about something in a second. Um, we are so excited <laughs> to, like, legit get our hands on a quarter story. story. And finally, I'm saying, I am so excited for everybody who doubted Nesta to get their fucking comeuppance because she, you, do, you, you do not deserve her. And I am ready for her story. I am ready for her story. Absolutely. So exciting. Uh, Legendborn, amazing. We love to see it. Excelsior. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to Onward go book yourself. Words. Happy Valentine's Day. Belated, but you know. Uh, yeah, happy happy belated Valentine's Day. We love to see it. All right. What was the thing that her dad says to her? Um, that beautiful thing that he says. Our brave B- Bree? No, no. He says... um. Oh, oh, it's so sweet. Oh, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll read it because this has to do with Valentine's Day. It literally, when he said that, my eyes welled up. Um, let's see. Oh, no, oh, no, it's already past here. Anyway, oh, he says, don't make your life about the loss, make it about the love. Yeah, so sweet. And with that. With that, have a good one. Oh, go book yourself. 
<laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 Nicole. <laughs> Don't you forget. Um, yes. Goodbye. Good evening. Goodbye. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> the face, the, the face we put. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bonsoir. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>